0: If you want the new and essential college radio, then look no further than the new music pioneer on 91.7. Every Monday through Thursday, from noon until 6 p.m., tune in to hear the newest music from up and coming artists, along with some of our favorite throwback tracks. Again, Monday through Thursday, noon to 6 p.m., right
1: here on U92 The Moose.
2: This is Luke Blaine, executive sports editor at the Daily Athenaeum. I'll fold you a paper rose. You're listening to U92 The Moose.
1: What's poppin', what's poppin', everybody? I'm Mike.
3: I'm Brian. And this is Hooping with Mike and Brian, a sports podcast where we talk everything hoops giving insight giving our own opinion about the basketball world right and yeah, we're out on all platforms as we know and along with that make sure you subscribe to our socials uh, on youtube we are at hooping with mike and brian on instagram we're at hooping.mb on tiktok we're also at hoopin.mb. and then on twitter we're at hooping underscore mb yeah. keep hooping if you like sports how about a new perspective on it? It's the Spartanier Podcast with myself, United
1: 2 Sports Director Tanner Labor, and my good friend from Michigan State, Ethan Hunter. We talk about everything from the NHL to pizza, college basketball, and golf, and whatever deep dive we have for you this week. It's the Spartanier, a cross between East Lansing and Morgan, with roots in Columbus. Join us weekly as we discuss and laugh about what's happening. Find it on your preferred podcast platform by searching the Spartanier or at United2TheMoose.com. That's S-P-A-R-T-A-N-E-E-R. Spartanier. It's now time to beat the clock on you ninety two the Moose talking sports for the next two hours. Here's the team. Welcome in. It's beat the clock.
2: Good lord, was it hard to do that today, fellas? And Anissa. Well, some people follow how much water to put in their mac and cheese. Others don't. Six right?
3: cups? I feel like that's a lot for one measly box. What are you going to do? I don't know. Call Kraft and tell them I'm no, not I, the one who made the box. I can't say the I can't say the full saying on air. Good lord. But, I mean I'm positive. That kinda of sounded a little negative. It's America. American dream, baby.
0: I don't smile. But,
3: but I feel like you should be able to dream as many things as you want, you know.
2: I'm very sore this morning. <laughs> I'm very, very
1: sore. <laughs> All right, there we go. We had to make Brian smile this morning. Yeah, it worked. It's beat the clock right here on U92, the Moose. Uh, there you go,
3: Brian. Wake you up. Awesome. You ready to
1: go now on this Monday morning?
3: I'm ready. I'm ready to go, man. I'm locked in.
1: Locked in. There we go. That's what we want to hear. Jonathan Hamilton's here. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. How are you? Oh, Fantastic. Not really. But that's because it's <laughs> Sunday. We're going to get into uh, the NFL in the 9 o'clock hour here today. Tanner Larry here with you as well. Mounts is on his way in. Uh, he will be here, though, so don't worry about it. Um, we had a lot of good college football this weekend, some mediocre college football, and the SEC sucking. And that was always fun. So, uh, I don't don't feel bad to say that out loud. I think they're uh, 2-4 and in conference players. Maybe even worse than that as far as the record goes. What a shame. What a shame. Uh, I, I did not have Texas going down there and beating them the way they did. But, uh, good for the Longhorns, I guess. Um... So lots of fun, you know. We were all there at Milan Pushkar Stadium on Saturday night, guys. Jonathan Hamilton would call the game. I did. Probably. Fantastic stuff, right? I, I enjoyed it very much. I want to shout out He
0: did a great job as well. And, um, really, just a fun
1: time. Yeah, yeah I was you can say, we we got uh, to watch the end of a lot of the four o'clock games, yeah. the end of some of the noon games. Uh, And some of that other stuff, Uh, lots of weather delays across the country, and there was one as well here in Morgantown, Uh, just about two hours long. And uh, that was certainly something I've not been a part of in my time here. I can't really remember major weather delays affecting that many games, especially when there's not really like a major tropical storm or something coming in. Good God, is that real, those ads there on the ESPN website? Those are real. Bodacious, huh? Wow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought the weather delay was certainly something there on uh, Saturday night, uh, and you know that that allowed us to kind of view some of these other games, especially that Texas Oklahoma game. That's what I was watching. Saw the end of App State North Carolina. That was something. Uh, Vatech loses to Purdue. There you go. Uh, those were some of the games that we were tuning into though. Um, Baylor also. That was a tight game against Utah, and we'll break some of these down for you here. Brian, you have the picks from Friday. If I'm incorrect, yes, let me Yes, yes, I do. Let me
3: uh get that up. Uh, I think
1: yes, I think yeah. Mounts got every one of his picks right. He did not make them with us.
3: Yeah, I, don't, I only have uh, mine, yours, and Blaine's.
1: That's okay. Uh, but Mounts did have them written down, so I know he took them beforehand. And if you were listening to the Touchdown City Tailgate on Saturday, you would have heard them. But I think he got all of his picks right.
3: Did
1: he? Uh, which is good for Mounts. Uh, he'll be back in the game. We didn't all pick the same games, but that's okay. Um, sometimes that's what happens. There's the, it's been a, it, you know, last week was very busy. This week's going to be even busier here on U92. Saturday, uh, I do not have this completely confirmed, but I will tell you, I think it was the biggest day of broadcasting ever done here in U92. Um, and all three of us sitting in the studio, were all a part of that, uh, which is really, really cool. I, I did want to mention the West Virginia men's soccer team. Very well done. Way to go, Dan Stratford! Yeah, <laughs> absolutely terrific on Saturday.
0: Way to go, uh, Marcus Caldera! Yeah. It's three seconds left. I'd love to hear your call on
1: it. Yeah, uh, I I have that for you. We will maybe play that at oh. some point for wow. you. Sorry. Uh But yeah, very very good stuff uh, on Saturday over at Dick DeLess Soccer Stadium. I was there. That was the biggest broadcast of West Virginia soccer this season. um Lots and lots of listeners on that one, which is really cool to see as far as, you know, what we look at in the metrics that we're able to see. But Portland was in town, the number three team in the country, and they were able to uh, get it done, the West Virginia boys, and they move to 4-0 and on the season after the win against the number three team in the country. They're going to shoot up in the rankings. I don't think they dropped yet today. Uh, let me make sure on that. But, uh, yeah, Caldera, again, he's got a goal a game plus one thus far this season, so five total in four games, uh, and, and that's definitely good to see. Yeah, the new rankings have not dropped yet. West Virginia was number 16 going into that game. I could see them vaulting into the top ten. Uh, the video of the goal celebration, too, by the way, very good. Stratford, you want to come play linebacker? I mean, <laughs> Lord, laid out Caldera. Yeah, go back and watch that one. Uh lots of fun there mounts is now here how you doing mounts you good
2: it's been a, it's been a long morning already man that's okay
1: oh. we don't have to get into it but uh we no, knew you we'll were getting to it off air. I, I told them that you were on the way and good reason so um i did mention already that you won all your picks so congratulations hey hey shout out me man shout out me. congratulations TCT. i don't you. know if you made your nfl picks though so you might have a lot of work to do to catch up why did you not send them to me? Well, I, you know, it was in the it was in the uh, pre-production, but that's okay. It's alright. It was in, it was in the group chat. It's alright. Last all right. week? Mm-hmm. I don't remember it. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, it's week one. The biggest jump will be done from week two. The West Virginia women's soccer team, by the way, draw on Thursday and draw yesterday. So they at least did not lose which is what i said they needed to do on wednesday on the kickabout and then again on friday morning here on beat the clock uh that game on thursday night was a good game against auburn and the weather lots of weather this weekend um and then yesterday they draw at home nil nil
2: villanova mounts you
1: were there had chances just couldn't convert
2: yeah i mean nova's a team that only let up two goals all season so yeah going into it we kind of expected a a low scoring game but it was definitely a game that would, West Virginia, when their starters were in, when the subs were in, it was a completely different story. But when the starters were in, uh, they completely controlled the pace of the game, uh, where the ball was. Like, it was on Nova's side almost the entire time. They got a couple good chances. But, you know, Nova's only really true chance came, and um, I think they had one or two corners. But in the first half, they had a opportunity where it was a one-on-oh with the goalkeeper. Um, and we absolutely did the West Virginia that has tripped uh, the girl in the box. They went to kick the ball and just caught all foot and tripped her. And there was no call, but, I mean, everybody was shocked that it wasn't a penalty opportunity or even just, but, I mean, that was Nova's best chance of the day. They didn't really get anything better than that, and just yeah. West Virginia wasn't able to convert.
1: Well, there you go. Uh, they both, the men and women, will be in Orlando Thursday and Friday. Tripped down there together. I would most definitely assume that that would be the case. Uh, to play the University of Central Florida, which is now a Big 12 opponent, as well as a Sunbelt opponent for the men. Uh, So there you go on that one. Um, As far as college football goes, we already gave you some of those scores. I'm sorry if I didn't tell you that West Virginia beat Duquesne yet, but they beat Duquesne. Again, you could have listened to that game here on U92. Um, So there you go as far as that goes. The rest of the Big 12, however... We will go through that right now. Utah beats Baylor and Waco 20-13. to So uh, Baylor winless on the season thus far, 0-2. I don't think many of us would have had that, no. especially with their first opponent. No, There's uh, one
2: even more outstanding 0-2 team in the Big 12.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll get to them. Uh, Kansas State 42, Troy 13. BYU takes care of Southern Utah 41-16. to Iowa 20, Iowa State 13. SMU and Oklahoma, why is that game not done yet? Hmm? No, it is. Th- okay. Well, I'm on the Big 11. 12 website, right. and I'm scrolling through that to make sure I just settle well, the Big 12 games together. Oh, Give that final. 28 Oklahoma 11. defeats SMU 28-11. to 11. There we go. Uh, West Virginia 56, Duquesne 17. Pitt only scored 21. Cincinnati took care of them. First conference game for Cincinnati in the Big 12, 27-21 up at Accrashire in Pittsburgh, 43-41, Rice over Houston, and I guess it would have been double overtime, right? Tanner, did Pitt join the Big 12? No, no, they didn't. Why did I think that was a Big 12 game?
3: It was a smooth transition. (laughs) Whatever,
1: that's fine. uh, Oregon, 38, Texas Tech, 30, and that one was not close for some points, and then it got real close. Texas, 34, Alabama, 24, UCF, 18, Boise State, 16, TCU, 41, uh, Nichols, 6. Oklahoma State 27, Arizona State 15, Jane Rashada could not keep the Pac-12 undefeated in that one. Uh, so if you care about that, there you go. But the Pac-12 has definitely been the best conference thus far. When you look at some of these 0-2 teams, there are two of them in the Big 12. That is Baylor and Texas Tech. There are a ton of 2-0 and teams, uh, BYU, Cincinnati, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Texas, and UCF. Uh, Oklahoma as well, and then Houston, Iowa State, TCU, West Virginia are all one and one. So wide open, I would say, Uh, and some of these teams that are undefeated have looked not great. I think that we've seen still that there are teams that are trying to find their footing, certainly Baylor and Texas Tech, two of those teams, Um, and, and one of those other games you can look at that Houston game, they were down 28 to nothing at one point. Yes, JT Daniels is down at Rice, but Houston should be able to take care of Rice. Uh, And I had it wrong on Friday, but uh, Rice is also, like, in Houston. Did not know that. Roby told me that. I I did not have that. That's on me. Uh, But uh, what are we thinking right now as far as the Big 12 looks, guys? I think you already said it, Tanner. I think it's wide open. Um,
0: Taking a look at Texas looks good so far. We'll see if that translates through Big 12 play, but – uh, going into Tuscaloosa and beating Alabama by two scores that is seldom done. I don't think it's been done since, like, 2011 uh, by yeah. two scores. So, um, I mean, you have to give the Longhorns credit where credit is due.
1: The the last out of conference loss for Alabama at home, 2007, UL Monroe. <laughs> there you go. I think that's before Saban gets there. Uh, right th- before. It was either right or before that or that year or got there. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's certainly something. Um, Mounts, what do you got on the Big 12 thus far?
2: I mean, like, we were talking before West Virginia's game yesterday, walking over to the stadium. It's looking like it's a very clear two-team race. I mean, obviously Kansas State's in there as well. You got to take them into consideration. Uh, But, I mean, it looks like Texas and Oklahoma have so far watching it been your two top teams. I mean, Texas just beat Alabama. For them to jump up to number four, though, is a little sketchy for me. But... (laughs) Um, And to receive a first-place vote, that was absolutely absurd.
1: You know, I I think that when you have these AP writers, they all vote different ways. And And there's certain ways which AP writers vote which I agree with, and there's certain ways which I don't. I don't think there's one right way to do it. I do agree with the fact that you should probably be voting based off of what you've seen. I mean, I guess. I I think that that makes the most sense, which means the top 25 looks really different every week, which I think I'm okay with. Uh and then once you're to the end of the year, you're going to have those consistent teams in the top 25, but it's also really hard cuz you know not everybody's watching every game.
2: Yeah, and I mean, yeah. just luckily the AP pool doesn't really matter anymore. So like it is. All oh, it what does,
1: it, is. It, it the college football playoff goes a lot off of that, I think. And your it, expectations it, it, for these teams go It off
2: does. It. it does from 15 to 25, in terms of did you beat this ranked team? Did you, you know, how many ranked opponents did you play? How many opponents did you have inside the top? Like, right. that matters from 15 to 25. Your top 15, the teams that are going to be consistently ranked inside the top 25, those are your teams that the college football playoff will really break down and put them where they think is best. And I was like, so that is a lot better to me. Those rankings always come out and seem to be a lot more detailed and make a lot more sense than what ap does but nonetheless i mean oklahoma i personally wouldn't mind you know if i step away from my big 12 fandom here as a team that's in the big 12 i personally would not mind an oklahoma texas big 12 championship i think that'd be a really from from a from a national perspective a cool way to see the big 12 end is the top two teams that have run it forever are in it in the championship game in their last year but I don't know, as someone that's in the conference that's upset that they're leaving and yada, yada, all that, I mean, that's kind of frustrating. But, yeah, no, definitely a weaker conference than it was last year. Everything's wide open. Besides Texas, you don't really have, like, a top national contender-type team. And Who's to say that you can't have another TCU last year run the table in the Big 12 conference and find themselves not only in the Big 12 championship, in the playoffs, competing for all of that because of how the schedule is so
3: yeah brian what do you think yeah i mean i think uh the big 12 looked a lot better week two compared to week one um kansas has looked pretty well i mean they beat illinois this weekend um which i think week one they didn't have like a crazy opponent but um yeah i mean texas over alabama is definitely as a i guess a big 12 fanatic that's good to see i mean yours had three touchdowns zero uh interceptions and i think in general uh, well, my super dog pick was Baylor over Utah, which looked good for most of the game. So that's a little unfortunate. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a definitely like the conference in terms of Texas-Oklahoma definitely looked the best. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see how it'll play out. Yeah, K-State's
1: 15, Oklahoma is 19. Uh, if you were wondering about that, we've already mentioned Texas is number four. When you're looking at the future of the Big 12, though, uh, Utah is number 12. Um, you know, I, I think that they're is people that think the Big 12 is not going to be able to still keep up, even though that their conference is still alive. I I don't buy into that because I think that this is a league that added teams that are national brands. And, yes, they're losing Texas and Oklahoma, and the revenue distribution is definitely disproportionate for what the Big 12 is getting compared to the SEC and Big 10. But if you're going to say there's three true conferences left, the Big 12 is definitely one of those three, in my opinion, with what they have to offer Uh, especially as far as a national landscape is considered. Uh, I I don't think the ACC can give you that. I guess you can have Pac-12 after dark in the ACC now, but, (laughs) you know, that's certainly uh, something to think about. Uh, I really feel for Washington State Still don't be surprised
2: about the top teams in the ACC wanting to join the SEC, like watch for Clemson and Florida State and all of them to want to head to the SEC. I don't think the ACC is, even that they've combined those Pac-12 teams out – that's gonna keep them afloat as a conference, but I don't know if their top teams are gonna stay. That'll keep them as relevant as they are. Yeah, I think
0: it'll be a lower tier conference with some of the bigger ACC schools leaving. Um,
1: I, I I don't know. I don't. I think so it's gonna be interesting to see
0: what happens.
2: I
1: was telling Mounts on Saturday night. What's really interesting about it, the AC or the NCAA gives you a two year grace period to get back to eight teams.
0: Oh, you told me this too. I told, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So technically, the Pac twelve is gonna be around for two more years at least with just Washington State and Oregon State. That's something. Uh, They're going to add more teams. I I think so. In the ACC grant of rights, though, as well, uh, I I think one of the big reasons that Cal and Stanford get added, as well as uh, SMU, is to keep them at 14, which is what's written into their contract, to make sure that those schools continue to get paid, which is why I think they all voted for it, because now Clemson, North Carolina, and Miami, or Florida State, can all get out three of those four teams can get out and the ACC doesn't lose their grant of rights with ESPN it doesn't say Uh. which 14 but it has to be 14 so that was certainly interesting to me and maybe that's why they did what they did because they do know that they have teams that want to get out Um, so that that's definitely uh, just something that I wanted to note because I think that that does matter as far as uh okay i could see something down the road potentially happening
2: um the the pac-12 though is definitely gonna combine with the mountain west uh, yeah
1: i i something's gonna have to like that's
2: gonna be it's not a great football conference but just looking at some of the schools like it is a pretty good it's definitely the best group of five conference in college basketball so i mean that'll play a factor in. I mean, yeah. besides the Big East. I mean, but I don't consider the Big East a group of five in basketball. That's, there's, there's a power six in, in college basketball, and the Big East is one of them. i See in Hamilton's face over there. The Big East is clearly a power conference. It's a power six in college basketball. But, I mean, you have San Diego State, a team that was just in the Final Four. You have Nevada, Boise State. Those have always hold their own. Utah State, UNLV. I mean, they're still kind of they've fallen off the face of the earth, but they used to be a top-tier program. I don't know maybe they can use the basketball and now that we're a power five school to get football going too but yeah uh
1: wisconsin gets taken down on the road by washington yeah. state uh again washington state and oregon state staying alive they're fighting hard wazoo well, a future pac-12 champion next year yeah maybe i mean hell oregon state maybe this year <laughs> um and i really don't know how much of a stretch that honestly is the pac-12 mm. is a conference that's won a lot of games thus far and one that's won them handily and they've got quarterbacks at a lot of schools
2: that's uh that's wild man they have eight teams in the top 25
1: yeah that's a good,
2: it's going a good going out conference. in
1: flames man crazy crazy stuff uh mario cristobal down in coral gables gets it done against jimbo fisher a&m just i don't i i don't know how to explain texas a&m not good that's how i guess you could explain them uh i did have that game by the way back that one brian you got our picks i want you to Give me some of those between me and you. Mounts, do you, re- uh, you remember yours?
2: I remember mine from, yeah. T- did you make we yours? picked some of the same games.
3: Hamilton, did not. Hamilton did not make his again. Shocking. Oh. All All right. Right. Okay. Um, well, Tanner, we both had Ole Miss. Okay. Um, we both had Iowa State. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I did pick Texas A&M. There you go. Iowa State why. lost, by the way, so yeah. that's not great. Uh, we both picked Cincinnati, and Cincinnati was also your super dog. Yep. Um, so, fantastic. We, we both picked Alabama. I picked Kansas. You picked Illinois. Yeah. That, those were the games we we called. Right. Okay, so we both won about five hundred. Yeah, not, right. not not great, not, not, not bad, great, not great
2: yeah. yeah, for me it would have been. It was Old Miss, Iowa. Um, I had Texas A and M losing. I would said that on TCT. I had Pitt. I had Texas. I had Kansas, and my superdog was Texas. So I got one wrong. Okay, it's not bad. All right. Great job. Thanks, man. Um, it was a great week for me. Great week yeah, for Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I, I will say I was what?
1: very interested in that game that happened up in Pittsburgh just to see. Obviously, because it is um, – well, I don't, I'm not going to say it like that. Pitt's coming to Morgantown this week. I was going to say what the students are all calling it, but uh, not, not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a fun week here in Morgantown, boys. Uh, and, yeah, Pitt does not win at home. Jerkovic, the quarterback – had some interesting things to say after the game. We're going to talk about him and Pitt uh, after we hit this 8-30 break. But what else kind of caught your attention this weekend as far as the college landscape goes, guys? Anything I actually do I have one, Tanner. All right, uh, you tell me, Bry.
3: Auburn in California. Yeah. Oh, we watched that game. Oh, Pac-12 after dark. Pac-12 after dark. Uh, uh. It was some interesting football. Um, <laughs> it was close. It was competitive. Uh, I don't know if it's... The best brand of football. I don't know, I don't know how to phrase it. Tanner, I that mean, that Cal quarterback Jackson,
2: man. Uh, he play, he you see him run rest, with man. the football. Yeah. I Did not tuck that ball all, one time. I didn't watch. Like I didn't watch the game, but it was on in my apartment when I got home. So, yeah. Like, I saw I could drive while I was making. You saw game. how he
1: ran with the yeah. football? Yeah. Nah, yeah I nah, know. Nah, I literally yeah. know exactly <laughs> what was you're like, talking rookie about. Rookie just from Lamar it. Jackson. Yeah.
2: Yeah. rookie Lamar yeah. Jackson still never fumbled. Right. I I mean end up having a fumble? I think it
3: was
1: off a snap.
2: If he did.
3: Did not actually have a no, football, no. but his yeah, man, the pass was also
1: the the the, the was throwing not
0: accuracy <laughs> not
2: abhorrent. great was was, <laughs> yeah, not uh, great I
3: mean would I do better no but that
2: was <laughs> no but, <laughs> but listen you can't have a conference of all top tier quarterbacks right? no, there's right, gotta be no, has yeah. got be someone that brings the average down and it, it's gonna <laughs> I guess it is yeah. Cal that was a, that was a
0: close <laughs> yeah. game though it was uh, it was uh, no it was I guess uh, the the spread was about right I think it was five
1: and or six in favor of Auburn yeah they went close and Cal covered but or. Yeah, Cal covered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brian and I were watching that game, and I was like – he would walk away and be like, Brian, you got to come see yeah. this throw. <laughs> like, I, I don't know where this was supposed to go. <laughs> I really yeah. couldn't tell you because yeah. it was it was not good. It was not. I'm going to be honest with you, know, you.
2: You know what's really going to bother me? And I'm not trying to pick
1: on Cal, but
2: – This will guess. be a game that the SEC will say, at some out of conference, point say the out-of-conference win and be like, the SEC's just built different <laughs> – like they're not <laughs> right this now this is going to
0: be an SEC ACC oh. school game next year yeah that yeah oh, that'll
1: yeah. be SEC Cal ACC. of
0: course big Atlantic school of
1: course yeah Atlantic coast I'm telling school. you I said it on the MSI podcast like probably almost a month ago at this point to Luke Blaine before this was officially announced I said you know Cal and Stanford Luke they're rumored to go to the ACC I think they just got to call it the OCC the Ocean Continental, the Continental, Continental. Conference all coast conference right. ACC yeah. like, keep it ACC what what are we doing um but yeah, Brian, good good pick there. Thank uh, That it was, was it, it was something. it was
3: fun. It was a fun game to watch, though. It was uh,
1: something else I find interesting. Kentucky twenty eight, Eastern Kentucky seventeen. This was an Eastern Kentucky team that got boat raced by Cincinnati in week one. Uh, I think it was like sixty six to nothing or something close to that. Like it was bad. Uh, I, I think that Cincinnati could be a really good team this season in the Big Twelve, and they're not going to have to rely on, you know, one or two big out-of-conference games to sort of put them in that national spotlight. Um, And, you know, they go up to Pittsburgh, and they were killing Pitt, and Pitt's able to come back a bit, but not win that game. Uh, So I I think that that's a little interesting. But I think the SEC's struggling. Outside of Georgia, honestly, not great across the
2: board. I mean, you still got to see what tennessee does against. Uh, yeah that's fair 30 to 13 win over austin p does they really don't play a game i mean you you go to florida that'll be a packed house and there. that'll be quick over and it should be quick over but i mean then you get the road to the meet meeps at, at home south carolina host a&m but yeah i mean there's no like usually those are tough games in the a- sec you can be like okay south carolina's no pushover a&m's a pretty good team and like but no, like you said, they, everything else is kind of mediocre, but yeah. if Hendon Hooker can keep playing the way that he's playing, they could be a legit team. Um there was one more I oh, hooker's not it's uh it's that
1: kid that was at Michigan.
2: Uh not right Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Oh, oh Yeah, 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 Mil- yeah, Her- yeah, Milton. I almost said Hershey Milton, that's a town just outside of Hershey. In I was there the somewhere. summer, right? Eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should have <laughs> hit me up. I should have hit you up. I went to it's Hershey. It's like
0: forty five minutes away from me, man. Oh. Could you guys could have hung out. You could have what a missed hurt. opportunity Do you, you know?
2: probably drove somewhat near me because you're from jersey like yeah. you probably you probably took 78 all which right great like, yeah and brian's whatever. not gonna know so don't yeah, ask no, me. I, I, I never drove there he
3: knows so. he knows what you're that saying not
0: the first time
2: no nah, old miss is another one that you can watch out for and lane kiffin there yeah i think because so. now now the west is alabama losing and lsu losing obviously it's not an sec loss for either of them but it's open. Yeah. That SEC West is wide open, and that's something that it really hasn't been in a long time. Okay. No, I mean last year. I guess last year it was open because LSU won it. But
1: yeah, I, I yeah, it's crazy stuff. Um, so wild week in college football. It's going to be wilder. We'll break it down for you again on Friday and give you our picks for the weekend. But uh, teams always make their biggest jump from week one to week two. We saw some of that. We didn't see some of that as well. Um, but Interesting across the board. Colorado storms the field after beating Nebraska, by the way. Just wanted
2: to drop Dude, that they're out. living it up. I, I told you it's because they've already had more wins than they did last year. That's it's, something to storm the great. field well, for So is
3: it a rivalry, too? No, it it's an is. old Big 8 rivalry. It is,
1: and when you actually look at the stands, there was a lot more red in the stands than there was black, it looked like. Really? Yeah. Nebraska hmm. has, go, has go, a massive fan base. Go go look at the stadium again. It was a lot of lot of Nebraska that fans. That looks like a nice spot out there. In it does. Boulder. Great. Yeah, Big 12 nice team spot. upcoming. Something, something interesting.
2: I can't uh, wait to see Deion Sanders walk in front of a Morgantown crowd. Yeah, might be a, a little bit yeah. hostile. Morgantown crowd. That's yeah, gonna way. be an interesting press conference after the game.
1: The uh, Morgantown crowd, pretty good on Saturday. All things considered.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of it was the students. I think the students absolutely showed out. They packed shoulder to shoulder that upper section. I think that was a big reason that the attendance was at what it was. 50, Just 000? over fifty thousand. Yeah. Wow. So I mean I didn't realize it was
0: that high. Yeah. yeah, it was.
2: We didn't either when they announced that, but it had to have been the student section was absolutely packed. And there really wasn't like a massive empty spot in the stadium out there. I mean there were holes here and there, but
1: some of the upper upper corners yeah, yeah. where the students weren't, were were kind of empty. But uh, a lot of that probably do with the weather. The weather was not I'd good. like to
0: know the uh, the attendance post-delay. <laughs> that would be, yeah,
1: uh, and, and, you know, one of the other things about that attendance post-delay that I told the mounts was, uh, you know, you got to let those guys in the upper come down to the lower for the students at least because <laughs> there was definitely room. Uh, and Are I, you I, talking about, like, after the rain after delay? After the rain yeah, delay. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of students still up there in the upper, upper deck, and uh, they should have been able to make their way down and stand lower because why not? Just why not? Uh, so we'll break down a little bit of that game for you and talk about the West Virginia and Pitt game this weekend that's upcoming here in Morgantown, a game you can hear right here on U92, excitingly enough, uh, and, and we'll give you all the conversation you want to hear about that. But, uh, you know, we talked about some of the big games this weekend. There wasn't a lot to really look at. The Texas-Alabama game was quite interesting. Mel a dicey guy. Uh, you roll the dice, you see we you come up with a guy like that, I guess, because... Lord, he was either throwing a deep ball or having a turnover. A little brutal. Uh, so we'll come back, and, and we'll talk about West Virginia. It's Beat the Clock right here on U92. Have you been missing out on quality sports content? Don't look any further than right here at
3: U92 The Boost. Wednesday night, six ten. It's the sports page. You know, the defense kind of gets lackadaisical. Obviously, that's, a, that's
1: a big word, Brian.
3: Yeah, I don't know how to spell it. so don't ask. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what that means, Sean?
3: Like I don't even know what it means. It just sounded right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, last
3: day, uh, they get lax in
1: their they, effort, maybe. They get maybe. lax?
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe.
1: Missed it? Don't worry. Subscribe to the podcast and at
2: U92themoose.com. U92 is the home of West Virginia soccer.
1: Walks around, shoots and scores! The first goal of the season comes from the fifth-year senior, A.J. Rodriguez.
2: Catch all of the home matchups for your Mountaineers with conference games at home for the men in their second year of Sun Belt play, including Marshall, Georgia Southern, and James Madison.
0: Caught us. We caught on the left side. Nice pass. That's the Frederick Jurgensen. Jurgensen into the side. Oh, knocks it. And West Virginia takes a 1-0 lead.
1: Heredia Beltran with it. Delari's going to kick it well for it. Here's Taylor White on the run. She's got a break. Here comes White. Into the box. She shoots it and She scores! West Virginia ties it at 1. Heredia Veltron with a great lead pass. And the gritty being hit by Taylor White now. It's 1-1 at Dick DeLess.
2: On the women's side in conference play, the Big 12 opponents include Iowa State, TCU, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State along with Big 12 newcomer Cincinnati.
1: Now it's Peltron on the far side. She lays one on, and it's in the back of the net.
2: Join us Wednesday nights for the kickabout from 6 to 7 p.m. for West Virginia soccer discussion. Catch all of this right here, only on U92. Uh, Olakainen passes it
0: on the far left side, and a goal there. How about that? Off the head. Unbelievable by Sukata.
1: Are your mornings boring? Well, they're not going to be anymore. U92's all-new sports show, Beat the Clock, is Monday and Friday mornings on U92, 7 to 9 a.m. Wake up and beat the clock with the sports staff. Can't beat the clock? Well, then you're going to have to find it as a podcast. Search the sports page on your preferred podcast platform, where it's paired up with U92's Wednesday night show, the sports page. Wednesday night, 6 to 10 on U92. Join us then as we talk about everything in the sports world. There's always great laughs and fantastic discussion. Beat the Clock and the sports page. Find out more at U92thamoose.com. In meet the clock here on U92. The Tanners are with you. Hammy's here, Sir Jonathan Hammy, and the Big Mac, Brian McQuillan. Brian McQuilly.
3: McQuilly, I heard about that. Yeah, I accidentally. Is if, that real? If be anybody McQuill? that listened
2: to TCT, I accidentally called you Brian McQuilly on live air.
3: Okay, so I, I said
2: that that's just gonna have to be your new thing now. McQuilly. McQuilly. It sounds like a last name, it sounds more I like a last McQuillan name than McQuillan. McQuilly. Alright, man. Like whatever floats your
3: boat, bro. Whatever you want to call me. Hey, if it makes me smile, okay. I know he's all for it. So it's like McQuilly and Hammy, you know? Like, okay. <laughs> just <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that, I
2: guess. Really? Hammy, pull the Hammy. No.
3: Okay. Gracious.
0: All
2: okay. Right. Uncalled for. Alright. All right. What? I, I don't know. No, because you can say that for any name. You'd be like, oh, I pulled the, I pulled the Brian.
3: Oh, minutes. But like, I'm saying I know,
2: like, no, it's a oh, two it's way a thing. It's a, yeah, see, it's a double, long time. Long time. It's a double yeah. meaning yeah. of like, oh, I pulled
1: the hammy, but like Okay, thank you. Thank you. Gosh. Thank you. Enough. Thank you. Thank you. All right. West Virginia's one and one. Pitt is one and one. They won against Wofford. week one, forty five to seven. They lose at home to the University of Cincinnati. Uh lots of my friends down there at the University of Cincinnati texted me Go kitties, beating down the old Pittsburgh Panthers. That's what they say down there, go kitties. Really? Uh, Yeah, apparently. I don't know if that's new with Satterfield or what. I don't know what that is. But go kitties. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Something. It's something. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. I told you I was going to tell you about uh, old Phil Jerkovic down there. Did not like getting booed at home. Don't (laughs) know what he
2: expects coming here this week. (laughs) Going to be honest with you. It's going to be a lot of grown, grown <coughs> bleep men booing in the stands. Yes, this there week. will be. So better get over that one.
1: Yeah, uh, he better. It's going to be rough. He is twenty-seven to fifty-five this season for three ninety-three. What do you think his completion percentages? I know you're uh, looking at Hamilton, it, Hamilton. But uh, Mounts, give me his completion percentage real well, quick. I saw twenty-seven he... to
2: fifty-five. So what is that? Twenty-seven to fifty-five. That's just about. 50%. Yeah, 49.1%.
1: Yeah. That's not good. 7.1 yards on average here. Long as 60. He's got four touchdowns, no picks. He's been sacked six times. Uh, so.
0: Well, he went 10 for 32 against Cincinnati, so I'm guessing, a lot, of that, I'm guessing right. a lot of that 49.1 completion percentage was due to that Cincinnati game that happened a
1: couple days ago. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, Daniel Carter, the starting tailback there 17 for 90 this season 5.3 average with one touchdown uh rodney hammond's got two touchdowns for him and jerkovic's got one on the ground as well they like to use the tight end bartholomew's got 118 receiving yards with a touchdown and then uh mumfield's got two touchdowns on the season and then the other guy with a touchdown is uh john mccockney jake mccockney i think that's how you say that um Definitely going to get all these names down for sure by Saturday yeah. mounts, but, uh Get some reps in. Yeah, looking looking at this pit roster, it's not the roster they had last season. I will say that. It uh, doesn't seem like they have the same sort of – I mean, it was week one, but uh, definitely not ranked coming into this week in 730 on ABC. I am a little disappointed game day is not going to be here. Uh, we told you game day was coming because we were pretty certain on that. I think Pitt should have had to beat Cincinnati for that to happen. Uh, although the game or game day was announced before, that game day is going to Boulder for Colorado, Colorado State. Yeah, I believe also Big Noon Saturday.
2: Great. Now Big Noon is just there.
1: Big Noon. No, you want to you want to know where Big Noon is? Where? Illinois, Penn State. Really? In Champaign. <laughs> okay. You, you okay. frequent Champaign? That's something. That's something. <laughs> Hey, you got to promote what you got on the network, which is again why I'm shocked that they're not coming here because I think Herb Street's still coming here with Fowler. So
2: yeah, but they do that. No, I know he this, travels yeah, off. He's done a this bit. before. Is he will like I've he's posted it on like v- videos on Instagram. He will as soon as uh, the camera goes black for uh, ESPN game day. He will immediately leave the set. They will drive him, police escort him to the nearest airport where he has his own private jet supplied by ESPN, where he will then get on that, fly to the nearest airport or the next college, then get ready to call the game. Yep. He's done it. Yeah, he's done it. What did he have to do that one day? Because then – oh, it was during – during bowl games, he has to go crazy. I remember he did. There was something that he had to then fly after the ESPN game. He had to then well, fly. Well, because he, he does Thursday Night morning. Football now. So That's what it was. Th- it was this Thursday weekend, Night Football into.
1: Yeah. yeah. This weekend, yeah. he will be. Uh, is. Are you guys in Minnesota,
3: Brian? Are the Eagles at Minnesota? I think they are. I think they I think we're are.
2: home. You played them last year. That's so
3: weird. Yeah. I, let me double check on that, Tanner.
0: Okay. Because I remember one time Herb Street flew from Lawrence, Kansas to like East Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, I was like, that was the first time I noticed he did that. I was like, wait a second. Wasn't he just in Lawrence? <laughs> now he's calling <laughs> there's the game in the Philly. East Lansing? There's two Kirk
2: Herb streets. So,
1: yeah, so he will be in Minneapolis on Thursday, fly to Boulder.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then if he is, because I don't think the crews have been announced. Hamilton, maybe you can get on that and let me know. Uh, but if he is eventually making his way to Morgantown, that's at least, I guess, Boulder and Minneapolis. Are they in the same time zone, I think? I think so. I think so. The West is huge. Sometimes it gets a little confusing out there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Assuming that Fowler and Herb Street are here, that's a lot of travel in three days. And you also got to think, I mean, game day ends at noon, East Coast Standard Time, so he's got to get here by 7.30. That's definitely doable, I assume with the jet he's able to fly into morgantown yeah, not to pittsburgh so that definitely makes it easier too because you don't have that hour
2: car ride down even with an escort it's still it's probably what a with while. a jet probably three hours tops yeah. to fly over so if you're still just if you're getting to the airport an hour afterwards that's being very very conservative I think conservative yeah, yeah. there i think it probably takes them less to get to whatever airports probably by boulder i mean that's four hours you're here at four o'clock You still have an hour to get to the stadium to give you two hours to get up. And, like, you will have plenty of time. It's just, it's a lot of rushing around, a lot of travel.
1: Yeah.
2: He's a a G, man. He's a G.
1: So, certainly something. uh, Nope, that's 2022. All right. So, it hasn't been announced yet. We'll have to look on that. We'll have that for you for sure on Friday, maybe on Wednesday night for the sports page uh, where Herbie will be. It's going to be a fun week, guys. We're going to be busy, I can tell you that, Um, doing what we can here and getting ready for it all, and uh, I'm excited. It's going to be – you know, they say big game day on campus is always something, it's going to be something on Saturday. Yeah, I mean,
2: this is probably the biggest that they've had since Baylor, the Geno Smith-Baylor, or maybe with – what was the biggest did they –
0: TCU, WVU with college game day,
1: maybe? LSU was here in 13. Right, that's when Game Day was here last. Yeah. I
0: it was TCU. No, it was L S U.
1: Um I don't I thought it was they, TCU as well. Well, they might have come twice that season then. I don't know. I wouldn't have done that. But they were here for LSU, because LSU
2: was a night game. I can promise you. I that. just know that in like the videos that I've seen of Game Day here, there's TCU flags uh, is it TCU?
1: Am I wrong on that? I know L- so Game Day didn't come when L S U was here.
2: But I don't it was know. the ESPN game. Okay. I don't know. So that's similar to this one. I weekend. just assumed that because I saw a couple yeah. of TCU No, you're probably right. Back to it. Yeah,
1: okay. Hamilton, is that right? I had that wrong? I'm checking that out right now. I don't now. like being wrong. You know that, so. Uh, yeah, that's for
0: sure. Just the Travon <laughs> Boykin TCU horn for us. Oh, yeah.
2: I love Travon Boykin. Yeah, it was a team that was robbed of the playoffs. Oh. That, uh, the, the, yeah. That, that guys man guys Baylor were, were robbed of the playoffs. Yeah. But were they? No, really, they were. were they game really game was wrong?
1: last year, September 24th, 2011, when West Virginia number 16 hosted number two LSU. Okay, thank you. I had that right. Thank you, boys. Must have been Mandela effect
0: then. Uh, it's fine. Wait a second. No, hold on.
1: College game day at WVU, 11-114. Uh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm reading it on Metro News, 2011 Game Day last made a stop in Morgan. Dominion Post says. Okay, hey, 1-5. listen, we're fighting local West Virginia. No, outdoors. let's
2: let them. Let's 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 broadcast this and let the people that we know that work there go at it now.
1: <laughs> all right, and let's
2: let them fight. All right, and we'll take we'll take that media spot. Let them fight to the death. You know. Yeah. Uh, maybe not to the death. Game Day was
1: here in 2018 for what it's worth uh, on January 27th for. West Virginia basketball in the Big 12 SEC Challenge when West Virginia hosted Kentucky that year. Uh, So they came for basketball. Um, Either way, I think that uh, Saturday's game was two different games in one. That weather delay kind of split it in half. I think you felt that from the press conference afterward as well, guys, where Coach Brown said it, Garrett Green said it, was kind of interesting. Also, Hudson Clement, dude. By the way,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, second most heck most
1: of receiving a day.
2: yards in uh, the country this week.
3: Heck of a day. I, I don't think he played yeah. week like week one. No. Like, that was all his first yeah. catch, first touch, and all that, so. Oh, well,
2: I don't think he's second total in the country i meant like second No, i'm just saying he just didn't play week one yeah yeah Yeah. Uh,
3: calling the game
0: i just kept saying his name it felt like on those touchdowns
2: well we yeah well we looked his first touchdown we were sitting up top in the press box and they you know they kind of give you like the depth chart of things and all that not on it he wasn't on the depth chart like he was on the roster spot Mm -hmm. but in the wide receivers where they give you like the top seven or eight wide receivers on the depth chart he wasn't even on yeah
1: yeah.
0: we had him on ours as the uh smallest Yeah.
1: Yeah. You weren't ready for the kid from Martinsburg that scored eight touchdowns total in the state championship game two years ago here in the state of West Virginia. That's wild. To come out and have three with like what 176th receiving, like just 177. Oh, whoa! Look at this, dude.
2: Don't cut him short, man.
1: Almost on the number. Hey, I don't have it in front of me. I'm just saying.
3: Uh, You know,
2: you're giving yourself credit for being wrong. 176 to 177. Is this what we've come to? That's, come that's to. pretty damn close, mounts. I'm sorry. Well, you probably looked it up right before this. You should have remembered Tell 177.
1: Tell him,
0: Hamilton. Did I look it up? Uh, he is I'm looking at current. uh games. I'm looking at week three I'm schedule. I'm not saying it's on the uh, computer right now, he's man. He's got his ticket prices up here.
1: I did. Well, I host the show, pal. <laughs> Listen, we're doing it live, okay? <laughs> we're doing it live.
2: Yeah. Um, Wait, also, one thing that we didn't talk about in the college football thing. Yeah. Coaching hot seat. One name off that list there.
1: Uh, Mario Cristobal? No. Who? Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's suspended, not fired.
2: I thought I saw fired. Uh, I no, 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 no. We
1: watched the press conference. He is currently suspended, unpaid, on a leave of absence. <laughs> they have the hearing October 5th. He will probably get fired, but he is not
2: yet. Uh, well, the two articles that I saw. And said, he's also not being fired clapping. for on the field things. Well, I know but that. No, but. yeah, I agree. It's Uh, also probably a little bit of a combination uh, of both.
1: That's a really messy situation up there in East Lansing. I don't know enough about it. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, But the reporting is not great uh, at all. Not good. Um, So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work out. So we'll see. But uh, the downfield passing was definitely better on Saturday. The run game looked good. Jeremiah Aaron, quick, really quick. did not see justin johnson right so uh you know having the third halfback come in there and play Gene really white well had fun yeah jane white was really yeah, good He's gonna be a stud runs are really hard they look good in the after the weather delay and i know it was duquesne but you know i was sitting up there with mounts and trying not to lose my mind with luke blaine to the best of my capability sometimes <laughs> that guy tests me and i would say that right to his face right now he knows that um I like to sit there. Mounts takes notes extremely well. I sit there and I just watch it so I can call back to things. You know, like you guys all know, I'm a very big memorization guy, so I do the best I can. And when I'm watching it for the first time, I like to just soak it in and see. You know, sometimes I'm not even watching the all – like I'm watching it from the all-22 point of view, right? Uh, When you're up there in the press box, very easy to do, uh, which is really, really nice. So – Who's getting a call? Not me? Oh, it is me. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's why we all stopped. Uh, but, you know, I'm not always watching, you know, the running back. I'm watching the receivers downfield trying to block and that sort of thing. Um, and, and so then I'll go back through and I'll watch it again this week. But they seem to execute certain things better. But then other things, it was like, well, how many procedure penalties did they have this week? And last week you had one false start, like, you know, you had, you had some of those things that you kind of scratch your head at, especially in a game where you're playing that group of five team that you're expected to win. And, you know, Brown kind of alluded to that a little bit after the game, I think. You know, he said, I think the final score finally got to where it should have been. Yep. Uh, and that sort of stuff, which is all true. Well, it was interesting because,
0: uh, and Quinn Roby and I talked about this on the broadcast, they were clean before the delay. And then after the delay, the, the penalties started yeah. piling up. Um, and then like we, and also like you said, they only had one uh, pre-snap penalty in all of Penn State, which you think
1: that would be the place to have pre snap right. penalty, especially when they're playing but, music while you snap the ball, right?
0: Yeah,
2: which which school I just saw a clip. Some school got there was a penalty for a legal procedure, legal motion, or something, and the ref literally said there is no, and people were upset about this, but the ref said there is no penalty. The stadium was playing music while the offense was trying to make calls. Yeah, like replay down. Because you, that's you the that. the rule is there's no artificial noise from the band or stadium or anything once the team breaks, breaks the over. huddle because yeah. they need to be able to but that it's not the case anywhere. No. And it's
1: it's it's really unfortunate because it takes away like that that's definitely home field advantage because it's yeah. not happening while the offense is out there for the home team. Um and it's frustrating. I'm not trying to make excuses or anything. They didn't do it at Penn State is what we're telling you and it happened on Saturday here Uh, and so that was something I really made note of and you know Hamilton's right it happened a lot after the break but you know you can't you can't beat yourself you can't be making mental errors and you know that's something that happened I think a little too often on Saturday I think that you know most everybody would agree with that especially in a game where you're playing Duquesne Um, some of the other stuff down the field defensively I only have... There's still some problems. I'm not saying all of it was pre-snap, but they were holding, like...
2: I have, have yeah, four penalties. It was sloppy sloppy at times. Four
1: penalties, right, but they didn't do that week one. Like, that's a regression and something you can look at. Maybe they should have called more week one, but they didn't. Uh, And that was definitely against a better opponent. Um, And and so I just thought that was a little interesting. Like, you know, you see a guy like Zach Frazier who's going to get one or two holding calls the entire season take one in the game against Duquesne, you're like, okay, all right, I, I, I guess, right, this is one of the most veteran offensive linemen in the entire country, one that's going to go to the next level. Uh, I think a leader of this yeah, mountain. Oh, right I mean, mound he, mound he's team. the guy that's on the season ticket deposit billboards around Morgantown, yeah. right? Like, you know, uh, so I, I, I found that interesting. And, you know, it happens, right? Uh, and maybe you get him out of the way now. And so then this week when you're playing the bitter rival, it doesn't happen. Uh, But, you know, I think this week's going to be quite wild, guys. Um, Brian, what were your thoughts
3: on Saturday night? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, yeah, after the uh, whole rain delay, it looked like West Virginia was like completely completely different. You okay? We're breaking stuff. No, this mic has always been falling. Oh, he did break it. He He broke broke it. it. He pulled it off the screw. Can can I finish talking, please? (laughs) No, No, but uh, I thought, I mean, they looked good for the most part. I think there was a couple of. you know, mistakes. I think the punt when they muffed it. Yeah. Or when they hit the ball. And I don't know the whole off sequence his leg. off his yeah, leg. Yeah.
2: That's just not getting out of the way. Yeah. yeah. And
3: then there's a couple of drops. I thought Garrett looked pretty good. Like his arms. They his, showed. They showed his, his arm talent pretty Only well. A throws. Yeah. Uh, but so again, there, like, there like, were more four drops were than drops. Misses. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so, I, I mean, I guess it's something to build off of heading into pit. There's some stuff they got to clean up, but for the most part, I mean, you know, I thought they looked pretty well.
1: Yeah.
3: All right. So Brian's gonna fix his microphone.
1: I'm gonna mute him so we don't hear that. Um but yeah, lots of lots of drops. Uh really some really good balls downfield thrown by Garrett Green. There were two touchdowns probably that were dropped. What do you, that about right, Mounts? Maybe three.
2: Um, what do you think
1: there? Just off the top of your head. Yeah, I don't, probably. I know you have it in your notes, but uh that that's sometimes a bit of a frustration. Yeah, the one the
2: second drive that they had to the Preston Fox, that was a perfect ball that you yeah. Dropped. That would have been a touchdown. Um, the other one was a play-action pass to Aaron. On, Yeah, he dropped that one. I had that listed as another. Yeah. Perfect.
1: So, Green was Green had the accuracy. I think we saw some of that. I think I would have liked to see a little bit more over the middle of the field. I remember saying that to Mounts quite a bit up there in the press box. Uh, but, you know, they got it done, and they look good. They ran the ball pretty effectively. little scary situation with CGA going down at one point in that game. Uh, when you go back and watch the tape, though, you know which play was on. He got blocked down into doing the splits. Mm. Definitely didn't feel good. Yeah, probably a yeah. bit scary there when you just, you know. I mean, these guys are very flexible, but that's, uh, that's something that you probably don't warm up doing, doing the splits, I, I, I don't think. Ha- not. Hamilton, can you do the splits? I don't believe I can. Don't
0: hey, cool, Hemi. <laughs> oh, look at you. house. Thank Wait, you. I, bushy-tailed
1: baby. Oh Thank you. That.
3: God, that was that was a Brian line right there. A Brian line. Can we define that please? <laughs> um, they like Brian. Yeah.
1: So you know I don't know. Saying? Pretty pretty interesting stuff. Fifty-six, seventeen. Final. Any other final thoughts on that Duquesne game? Before we move on, I think
3: the run game was really well, but other than that, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's not much to on add. The, on to
1: Pittsburgh.
0: All right. What? On yeah.
3: The on to Pittsburgh. Uh, Brian, what do they got to do to beat Pitt? Uh, that's a good question, Tanner. But I would say, obviously, limit the mistakes. You can't have those drop balls. You, you can't do it. Uh, I mean, there's a couple penalties you don't want to see. Uh, I thought, I mean, Rodney Gallagher, he had that one play where he did fumble the diving for the touchdown, but he showed really good flashes. I'm not sure if we'll see him against Pitt, but he he, he has the speed and he has the athleticism. Um, and then, yeah, I'd say just get Garrett Green rolling early because when he's confident, I mean, he can show that he can really throw the ball downfield. So uh, along with that, you know, I just say run the ball too. I mean, that's clearly a strength they have. Well, four guys who, since Justin Johnson hopefully will be back. Uh, they have four guys can they can run the ball with, and plus Garrett Green being the mobile quarterback, he can be. There's a different. Uh, there's a bunch of packages they can send. So you know, just be versatile and uh, I don't know, be smart. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah,
1: Mount said it when we were up at Penn State to me um you know this is a Penn State defense that is as fast if not faster than Garrett Green there's yeah. not another team on this West Virginia <laughs> schedule that's going to have that so I, I do think I saw some of that on Saturday night where you see Garrett Green able to just use his legs to get out of situations and I think you'll see some of that on Saturday as well
2: yeah I for me you know I, I I've watched majority of the uh the Wofford game there uh that they, that they played and it was it was a game that they definitely should have won by a lot more. They started out, Pitt that is, they started out very slow in the first quarter. The thing that I see with Pitt is their longest touchdown on the season with their starters, and they had one lead in that game that was like a long throw, um, is a 23-yard run by, uh, how do you say it? Jerkovic?
1: Yeah, Jerkovic, Jerkovic. Yeah. yeah, I
2: mean, he had a 23-yard run for a touchdown in that game. Their next longest one is 16 yards, and then everything other than that, I think there's four other touchdowns that they've had this season is all 10 yards or under. So if you're West Virginia, you know, you cannot afford to give up the big play to Pitt because this is a team that is not going to, they don't rely on that big play. So if you give Pittsburgh that big play, that's going to, it's it's going to be huge because they're not a team that looks for that. They're not a team that does that. They're a methodical, you know, they're going to, they're going to have a lot of third downs. They're going to have, Three, four-yard runs. That's what they did against Wofford. It's what they did um, kind of looking at the box score and stuff around Cincinnati. I, I haven't broken that game down. That's what they started out doing. It's a very slow five-yard pass, six-yard pass. Uh, incompletion, three-yard run, four-yard run, where this Pittsburgh team likes to try to march down the field. So if you're West Virginia, that's where the bend don't break is perfect. And I think if you can see that here where it's, we're going to let you you know, dump it down three or four times in a row for five, six yards, but then that time that there's an incompletion, that time that you get stopped on a run play where you're now third and long, making them in those third and long situations, making Pitt have to make a big play, will be huge because this is not an explosive offense for Pittsburgh.
1: No, it's Jerkovic, so. Yeah. Jerkovic. We were, we were bound on that. Um, you guys were, I was not. But uh, that was just a guess. They're wearing the Country Roads uniforms. What helmet they wearing with that? Blue? i would say i would assume probably
2: blues to mix it up a little bit they got
1: the state logo on it or the flying wv what do we got
2: i think it's state logo didn't they have that what was the helmet last year State logo. they're not
1: wearing that white helmet with the
2: i know they're the not blue, wearing that one but i think top. that they do that again they that design okay with i
1: was it in the video where they
0: well what color of the pants
2: thing? are they wearing it's going to be the color of the pants blue
0: they're not all gold right i don't think so then it's going to be a blue helmet I think the pants are blue. I don't think yeah. The
2: pants are. I think the pants are blue. So then it's gonna be it's gonna be a blue a blue helmet. The yellow jersey
1: with the blue numbers. In the release of this, there is only the jersey shown. So we'll see. Nah, they did a video from the. That's what I thought. I'm I'm I just searched up the Country Roads uniform. First link I clicked is what I did. Um. I, I don't see the video anywhere, if you could get that. Like, I see last year's video. Don't I'll, see this year's. I'll find it, man. Yeah, you find it for me. Yeah, That's why I got you guys
2: here. You have to do your dirty work. It's yeah.
1: fine. Um, so, you know, it'll, it'll be a wild, wild game. I think it sets up for West Virginia to find success, though, uh, and they need to uh, to get to 2-1 and one at this point with a Texas Tech team that's really struggling, which is a surprise to me, coming into Morgantown. Chance to get to 3-1 and one on the season here in the next two games. That's huge. Uh, and then you go down to Houston to play Dana. And, uh, you know, that's certainly a game West Virginia fans really want to win. They have that one circled, the pit one circled on the schedule this season. For the two, like, if you can only pick two to win, which two is it, it's those two because they want to go down there and beat Dana. Um, and, you know, to go down there and do that with Hudson Clement having a day, that would certainly be something after some of those comments that Dana's made in the past. Uh, yes, Brian. Um,
3: no, I you just wanted, ra- wanted to raising you. your hand over there. What's up? <laughs> oh, no, the mic's fixed. Okay. I just That's think. all and that I want, you were doing. Well, I wanted to update everybody because I know everyone was wondering, you know. Okay. Cause you, you did mute me before. Well, thanks I, thanks I, for letting us I, know. No, rightfully so. I'm not complaining. Okay. But, uh, all right. My guy.
1: Okay. Thank you, guys. Lord. Lord. <laughs> Happy Monday, fellas. Um, yeah. Great to be here. Is it, to be here. is it? Is it? Uh, south florida by the way you see the shirts they have down there they're hosting alabama this weekend uh-oh i haven't seen them, though. it says we want bama with bama crossed out and it uh, says to cover the spread oh, <laughs> brutal that's, that's brutal brutal down there um <coughs> really quick while we were still talking about kind of what's going on here and game day and all of those things colorado state colorado is on espn at 10 p.m
0: <laughs> wow
1: because it's out there APM
0: so start there i think so,
1: range, so maybe herbie does stay there to do that game that would not shock me uh
0: what about chris
1: yeah yeah th- those two are together that's what i would mean by that so then what does, that, does that mean we're getting lewis riddick here for this game would that shock anybody he was here for last time was yeah he, he was up and, there in, up pittsburgh, up in pittsburgh matt barry and lewis
2: riddick he usually does the thursday night games i know which
1: i'm just asking you a question there's a reason based off everybody's face they do not want that to
2: happen thursday games Ah uh, yeah. Fun. S- fun stick to the sports center. The
1: Thursday game this week on ESPN, Navy at Memphis. So stick to Sports Center. There you go. Mm. Wow, really? That's how you feel about that. Stick it's to sports, sports. Center. that's
0: a that's a statement. Wow. My goodness.
1: Wow. All right. Uh we'll get you update on those country road uniforms when we get back and what they got. I think Sir Jonathan's leaving us <laughs> I'm unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I found
2: the Twitter post, but I swear there was a video. I I thought there was too, but I I could Unless not find. Unless there's a it. video for yeah for a different uniform.
1: Yeah, so no, uh, so we'll have to see. I mean, that'll be announced this week. So I'm interested to see what they do
2: though. Uh, it's got to be yellow or gold. Gold hat. Yeah, or blue. Sorry, because the pants are blue. It's got to be. Well, no, because they haven't even announced the pants yet. Right. All I see is they didn't win, It's didn't it's
1: know. a yellow it's a yellow <laughs> it's a yellow top, with blue sleeves, and then blue numbers with the roads in them yeah I don't, know. I don't know either you think they go white white no no way no
2: because you can't go white nope. it'll be wearing white yeah i, I guess I do know.
1: jonathan real quick you can tell me about your jaguars if you'd like to before you head out um they look solid except for the third quarter
0: um the turnovers <laughs> need to stop um a couple fumbles uh i think the trevor lawrence one wasn't so much of a fumble no it was not his um, arm was going forward so that's, there's that, and then you can't let the DeForest Buckner run it back, and you have to know the play, and you can't, you know, if, if there's no whistle, you keep playing. Yeah. And Tank Bigsby was caught like a deer in headlights, and Buckner stripped him and scored. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But the Jaguars, overall, I thought they got the job done. Trevor Lawrence played fine. He, he wasn't insanely good, but he, he got the job done. That's hey, my pick for MVP. We know. That's my pick as well. Oh,
1: you homer, you. That'll do it. Oh, we'll be back right, right here on Beat the Clock. It's United. <laughs> This is Luke Blaine,
2: executive sports editor at the Daily Athenaeum. I'll fold you a paper rose. You're listening to U92 The Moose.
1: What's poppin', what's poppin', everybody? I'm Mike. I'm Brian. And this is Hoopin' with Mike and Brian, a sports
3: podcast where we talk everything hoops giving insight giving our own opinion about the basketball world right and yeah, we're out on all platforms as we know and along with that make sure you subscribe to our socials uh, on youtube we are at hooping with mike and brian on instagram we're at hooping.mb on tiktok we're also at hooping.mb and then on twitter we're at hooping underscore mb yeah. keep hooping.
1: are your mornings boring well they're not going to be anymore u92's all new sports show beat the clock is Monday and Friday mornings on U92, 7 to 9 a.m. Wake up and beat the clock with the sports staff. Can't beat the clock? Well, then you're going to have to find it as a podcast. Search the sports page on your preferred podcast platform where it's paired up with U92's Wednesday night show, the sports page, Wednesday night, 6 to 10 on U92. Join us then as we talk about everything in the sports world. There's always great laughs and fantastic discussion. Beat the clock and the sports page. Find out more at U92thamoose.com. Do you like sports? How about a new perspective on it? It's the Spartanier podcast with myself, United Two Sports Director Tanner Labor, and my good friend from Michigan State, Ethan Hunter. We talk about everything from the NHL to pizza, college basketball, and golf, and whatever deep dive we have for you this week. It's the Spartanier across between East Lansing and Morgan, with roots in Columbus. Join us weekly as we discuss and laugh about what's happened. Find it on your preferred podcast platform by searching the Spartanier, or at united 2 com. That's S P A R T A N E E R. Spartanier. Back in, beat the clock here on U ninety two. The Moose. We got one hour left, guys, and it's just the three of us now. Hammy has to go to class, unfortunately.
2: But we got his it's Jaguars taking. <laughs> that was a good one. God, what? I didn't say it.
1: Yeah, we I didn't know. What you, say it. We, we understood it though.
2: That was no, see, so you guys went there. I didn't go there. So oh, okay, yeah. all right,
1: uh, we have come to an agreement that Mounts is going to take the lowest winner as far as picks go this week. The lowest number of yeah. wins. Why?
2: Why am I going to do that, Tanner? Say it on air.
1: I guess I didn't tell him. I, I don't know there why you didn't assume. Like, here we go. On Monday last week, well, no, we didn't have a show Monday. On Wednesday last week on Sports Night, I did say, "Beat the clock." We're making all our NFL picks on Friday. I know I said that. That's a fact. Oh, I wasn't. I all think, all think the it table. falls on I both of you guys. Okay. Only okay. did the football hour. You you know you know you know we're making NFL picks on Fridays though. Go I did not know that. Let's be proactive. I did not. Let's know be that. proactive. <laughs> I, I did not know that. Let's let's be proactive. I obviously. did not know that. Uh, so we talked about the Lions and Chiefs last Friday. Do you have any thoughts on that really quickly as we break some of this stuff down? Because we're not here on Friday.
2: The Chiefs are going to be just fine. Yep. Like, Tony's going to be just fine. Everybody's going to be just... Like, the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. I think the Lions are just... The Lions are the most mentally tough team in the league that was able to go in the arrowhead and be absolutely composed and have things go wrong and bounce right back from them. And that's a direct reflection of dan campbell and who he is and what he's installed in the program but the chiefs are going to be just fine if they get chris jones back that defense is going to be a lot better travis kelsey i don't think people realize how important he is to patrick mahomes and that the entire offense is just that security blanket of that guy you can go to in the big plays they're going to be fine they're going to be fine
1: yeah i i agree um So, 1 o'clock slate yesterday. Not good. Uh, Pittsburgh sucked. I know that. I think they're going to be just fine. (laughs) Plan the parade! (laughs) Hey, I'm still going to be there. It's going to happen. No. um, I don't know. Realistically, no. But, oh, no. I can't have fun going into week one. We can't have hope. That's fine. No, you can yell at me all you want. I don't care. Pickett looked awful. I do think that it was very interesting. Wait, wait. Didn't he score on every drive oh, in the preseason? Okay, all right. Are we going to talk about the games? Do you want to talk about the I games? thought that meant that he was going to be really good. It, it should have. I don't <laughs> disagree. Um, everybody that I was talking to yesterday that I know, Ben Mackey was also very confused watching that game. We all took very high note of the fact that the only drive they scored touchdown on was when they were in the two-minute offense and Pickett was calling the plays and it was not Mac Canada. I, you know, we we've heard Luke Blaine complain about Todd Downing for years on all of that, and they finally get rid of him, then the offense doesn't look better in Tennessee. But twenty seven of thirty six games for Matt Canada has been the O. C. They've scored less than twenty points. That's bad. Like that's that's not acceptable. And it happened again yesterday. Not good. Defense was left out to dry quite a bit. They were on the field too much in the first half. Bad. It was bad. Uh could not get anything done. Jet sweep on the second play of the game, I could have told you how that game went from there. Terrible. So if you have anything else to say about that game, you can
2: say it. I, I don't do. I won't that's it. You tell
3: me, Brian. No, nothing about, not even about the Steelers. But I th- I mean, I know people are very critical about Purdy, but Purdy looked really good. He like, did.
2: He, he's looked good since he's taken over that offense. Yeah, I don't know where, like, it's in this. Well, it, it, no, I, th- I. the thing about Brock Purdy is,
3: like, he, he just does what he has to do. Right, like, that's but it.
2: I, I don't know what changed from what he did last season which was come in, do what he had to do, keep that offense afloat, if not take it to another level by relying on McCaffrey and relying on the stars. To he got hurt in the playoffs and struggled, and now this entire offseason, it was like, well, they they still only have Purdy as their quarterback. Like you're going to be really limited on offense with Purdy as your quarterback. Uh, yeah, no. Like I don't know where that. that came from. Brandon Ayuk, by the way, wide open all day yesterday. Yeah, he was. was. Shout out Silverman's fantasy football team. Did you Here get killed United by Ayuk? Yeah, uh, I played. Got killed team. by Ayuk. I got killed by. Um, who else did he have on that team? I, he dropped like 160 some points. Oh, I gotta go check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah, I, had I killed Mike. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Like I, I beat, I beat six of the teams in the league. So like I was still in the bottom half. It wasn't the best week for my team, but I just had to throw my hands up to what Silverman. Good for him, know, man. Yeah, yeah, great for. Uh, I team.
1: got 126 points going into the day, where I still have Aaron Rodgers and Dalton Kincaid to play.
2: Um, the yeah. next game that we get into, because it also really, yeah. this talks about my fantasy team as well, is oh, in my other yeah, big money – in one of my other big money leagues. Um, I, There's I, big I won- money on the United 2 League? No, my other big money league. Okay. I, I'm in two money leagues. Those are the ones okay. that I really care about. One okay. of them, I was doing great. team was fine. was projected to win. Dallas defense? Um, he had one – that other guy had – no, not the Dallas defense. He had one player on his team now. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, baby. Ah, yeah. yeah. And, but good. it got to the point where, like, once I knew that, like, He's going to come all the way back and beat me. He ended up beating me by three points. But I was like, at this point, I'm just going to throw my hands up and just enjoy what I'm watching. Yeah, at least your team receiver. won. Yeah. I mean, but that's, I don't know. No, I this is the guy here. that says he's rather have his I was, I, team. I would. Yeah, I, would. Yeah, I, I, I would. can't get into that, man. I, um,
1: I will say those one o'clock games were not good. I, I said it off the top, but the Carolina Atlanta game, Bryce Young looked like a rookie quarterback.
2: Uh, the other two rookie, like, we can get into all the rookies. i will get into were. it, but I want to go game by game. Yeah, Carolina, Youngness. Atlanta,
1: 24-10, Atlanta wins. Brian, you got our NFL picks up. Who'd we I get do, there?
2: Tanner. I don't think we
3: did very, very well. Oh, awesome. no. That's um, not great. Yeah, so we, we both we both picked the Panthers. Oh, jeez. Uh, you, oh, you guys picked the Panthers? Yeah, because
1: yeah. he got me talking about Bryce Young and all this. And At all Atlanta? Yeah, you know, yeah.
3: Anyway, well, there's nothing we can do you about it. You don't
1: right? know our friend yet that's a big Falcons fan. We hope yeah, for the Falcons we, we, we,
3: More of us is really hoping that the <laughs> Panthers won. <laughs> See,
2: that's how I am about Steelers. Yeah,
1: that's okay. fine.
3: Uh, fine. So we both picked the Panthers, both picked the Jags. Okay, both-
1: well, hold on. Let's go. We're going to go. I just want you to have it up. Panthers game yesterday. Ah. Oh. A chain, too many carries in the red zone. What are we doing? You draft a running back in the top 10, let him run the ball. Frustrating.
2: Bijan? Yeah. I said that that, yeah, I said that that was going to happen. I said that that was going to happen. Yeah.
1: I, uh, not great.
2: He's going to be a great fan. Like I get why people draft him high in fantasy because he's going to catch the ball. He's going to be explosive. But I mean, he had two touchdowns. He's not.
1: He a touchdown. Yeah. and yeah,
2: It was an explosive play. It was, he yeah. made like, two guys miss. Yeah. But he's not going to be the workhorse running the ball right away. No, and they happen. do not involve Kyle Pitts at all, which is just dumb.
3: But fact. then he had that one big catch at the end yeah, of the game. He hit. was the
2: receiving leader. 44 yards. Yeah, on the yeah, final yeah.
1: catch of the game <laughs> where yeah. they put him out wide and Ritter just threw it up, which, you know what? Well, just do, do that thing yeah. because he's going to be a mismatch for any DB in the league. Yeah,
2: I avoided him in all my fantasy Yeah, Yeah, no. Uh,
1: interesting stuff there. Uh, Hamilton, give you a little bit of a breakdown of the Jags-Colts game. I think we all took the Jags, didn't we, Brian? We did take the so, Yeah, you skipped right. one. I'm going in order of importance here as it's related to what I care
2: about. I well, apologize. then you skipped the one that's really important on ESPN.
1: I'm going to do that last. Oh, okay. That's how oh, I do things. Oh,
2: the ones that you care least about. Yeah, because we're
1: going to rush through them. I got you. Uh, Luke Blaine's not here. His Twitter was very active yesterday during that Titans I did game. Say that. Wanted to really ask him about that kicking team. I mean, they looked great yesterday. Five field goals made for the Titans. They lose 16 to 15 in New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you could blame
2: that missed call all you want. It doesn't Just matter. Just don't kick five field goals. <laughs>
3: If you punch in,
2: you punch one of those in for a touchdown, you win the game despite right. the bad call. So, yeah, um, car yeah, I don't feel right. I don't feel bad for no. every. I I don't. That's another thing where it's like I saw a tweet and I love this one. It was like, wait, you're telling me that Derek Carr is the same Derek Carr that played in that looked in like that's, Las Vegas two years ago? That's like, not shocking, is it? Really? It's not like he's out of his prime. Yeah, it's not like he was surrounded by weapons in Las Vegas. Like no, I'm I'm with you on that. He was fine. It was, uh, yeah. Um, Good for him.
1: Yeah. Brian's big Derek Carr
3: fan. I am. I, yeah, I am a big Derek Carr fan. Uh, it it looked for a guy. second like Arizona
2: big was going to win. Yeah,
3: like My like fan. Arizona was going to win.
2: I thought so for sure that
1: they were going to pull this off. But uh, the Falcons, or the 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 Carr, the Commanders, yeah, so I, win I, 20 this. I didn't watch
2: that game, but that was one of those that, you know, just because of, like, fantasy football reasons, I would, like, click on the game cast thing because I'd see, like, oh, big chunk play. And there was, in the first half, I don't know, that like, it just seemed like on every pass attempt by Washington, there was a PI on Arizona. And I was like, yeah. they are throwing this game. I was like, they are absolutely, not only have they completely blown up their roster to tank, they are now going to make commit a penalty on every pass play to blow and throw these games so that they can go get Caleb Williams. But, no, then they almost won, and I was like, "Wow!"
1: They did. Uh, Sam Howell looked good, and then he looked bad, and then he looked good again. Like I, I
2: didn't. I think a lot of it was just that he was playing Arizona. Yeah, I think his good flashes. He did. Were, he
1: did move with his legs pretty well, which I was not anticipating as much as he did. And then obviously, when you have like Terry McLaurin to throw to, what bothers me about
2: games like this is this is what Washington does every year. Yeah, which keeps them relevant is that they will barely beat these terrible teams, and then you look at their season at the end of the year, and it's like wow, look, we won eight games, but five of them were games where they probably should have lost, like, in Arizona. Yeah. It it, bought, it makes me so angry.
1: Hey, it's a new era out there. That was a full FedEx field yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was full. Good for them. For man. Arizona. NFC East, baby. Crazy. I deserve it. Crazy. Uh, Baker Mayfield gets it done up in Minnesota. Wow. I believe I had that. We both
3: that. picked the Buccaneers. I believe I had that. Wow. Yeah I, I knew it and they, I I just felt it. Teams
1: rally around Baker Mayfield when things are going good. Right now they're going good in Tampa Bay. What is going good in Tampa Bay? They're 1-0. 1-0. Okay, now they're 1-0. They
2: they they, they, have a have a good, they they have a good team. Yeah, they
1: have a pretty good roster, one that can definitely win the NFC South if the quarterback can play well enough. I don't know. I, NFC South is not great. The Saints are going to be okay. The Falcons are 1-0 great. Like yeah, but those teams are not going to win a lot of games. If the Saints are healthy, though, they could be good. Their defense is definitely good. Uh, but I think Tampa Bay, they're going to be a team that does hang around this season for a little bit. And yeah. then if things start to go downhill, Baker's going to start to make mistakes. But if things are going great, he's not going to make mistakes. I can promise you that. I, uh, that's
2: a fact. It was fun watching Justin Jefferson pout on the sideline after the game. Yeah. that his two catches in the second half. Yeah.
1: Houston uh, at Baltimore. Baltimore wins at 25-9. to
2: that was expected great. Yeah, CJ looked good though. He did. Like that's a good defense there in Baltimore and it was close for a lot of that game. It, too. it was close for a lot of the game and you he to me the big thing was okay, he wasn't able to punch the ball in the end zone. That was the big issue for Houston. Obviously, like if they don't score touchdown, they have three field goals. But it to me like rookie quarterbacks, it's more about your accuracy and your decision making, and that's something he excelled at, at Ohio State. So I was wondering how is that accuracy gonna and at one point I, I clicked in and saw he was like what 12 for 15 yeah. for oh, like just south the 200 yards and i was like wow like he's no he didn't play but, bad yeah, like he it was an accurate day for him he looked good he didn't make any terrible decisions it's just it gets tougher in the red zone against these nfl teams and he'll have to figure that out but yeah i mean positive things there for strad does and uh. lamar no oh let me down man yeah he
3: had a, he had a not a great not
1: a one man. quarterback in the afc north yesterday looked good so let's let's get the final game
3: yeah kenny pickett yeah. might have been the second that best was
1: kenny pickett was the second best quarterback in the afc north <laughs> yesterday and they played that bad just saying i wouldn't say that but statistically he was so i don't know what your argument's going to be i <laughs> just say break down
2: statistically okay go ahead
1: you'd rather had joe burrows 82 yards well, through he the was playing in
2: a I think it was also in a blowout game where the 49ers pulled a lot of their secondary in the second half okay but all right hey go you, ahead man let's break the guys I think field. cleveland did
1: the same thing i'm not gonna lie yeah, to you and I, burrow didn't even play much at the fourth yeah, quarter. once
2: they pulled their secondary they pulled burrow yeah sure. burrow was
1: up 24-3 up there at the mistake on the lake uh, cleveland gets it done watson did it with his legs not his arm chubb was the story of the day Brian did not enjoy that at all.
3: Yeah, I played him in fantasy. But I yeah. I, I think the, uh, the Browns are like... The Browns have a good roster. It's just they they're have Cleveland. Tal- it's Cleveland. I, I'm telling you, it's Cleveland. I mean, they I could see them making the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: No, I wouldn't. That would not shock me, but I know that they're going to do something dramatic and blow it at some point. It's just when does that happen? Uh, because they're Cleveland. That's That's just how it goes. And that's the mentality of a lot of the fan base, too. But I do think Watson's kind of giving them some hope with what he can provide. Chubb had 106 on the ground. Um, 24-3 final. They dominated Cincinnati. That defensive line of Cleveland is one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. It's right up there. Miles Garrett had a good day. Um, go. Their secondary played really well. Like, some of those throws that Burrow had just looked like he didn't even know where he was honest to god like there yeah. were a couple that were just what in the world is going on which i think speaks a little bit to what jamar chase was saying come back week 5 when you're fully ready right like we can get through the first 5 weeks cuz i think since it's upcoming schedules too bad well he said it twice <coughs> i'm just saying yeah like that that is what they said they're they're hosting the ravens this week uh which will be a tough game and then they have the rams at home on the road at the titans on the road at the cardinals they could still be three and two after the first five weeks and be okay yeah. uh, in, in Cincinnati. So I'm interested to see what the vibe is out of there this week. Uh, I mean, Burrow's not going to sit, but, you know, just get past it. Jamar Chase called him some elves is what he said after the game, and we just yeah. lost to some damn elves. That was the quote, something like that. Yeah, uh, Elves, yeah. God, I cannot. No, that game made me
2: games. feel – Really good about my dynasty league, though.
1: Okay. Just I, I'm not here to talk just fantasy football. No, just I want saying. to talk football. That's great. I, you can do that on your Wednesday morning show. Madison Morning 10 to 11 on Wednesday. Tune in for fantasy football talk.
2: <laughs> bringing me down, man.
1: I'm just saying, you know, I wanted to talk about – I don't care about your fantasy team. I'm not going to lie.
2: But to. people do. A lot of people care about fantasy Not football. that are listening. It's a big thing. Not to your team. They care about their team. I'm just saying that it's – like I'm talking fantasy football right. in terms of Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. Like.
1: They were bad. Uh, Mixon, 13 carries, 56 yards. Jamar Chase, five receptions for 39 Elijah Moore was the best receiver in Cleveland. I don't think many people would have had that.
3: Amari uh, Cooper. Cooper wasn't awful. He got hurt, though. Yeah, he went down, but, but he came back. He came back. But it was raining, though. I think the field... Like, yeah, the, the like conditions so were just terrible in Cleveland.
1: Um, Dustin Hopkins kicked field goals, which makes Browns fans happy. They've not had a kicker since Phil Dawson. <laughs> That's a name. It's true. Phil Dawson yeah. was putting videos on Twitter like, name. bring me back. Who is the... Uh, there was a kicker yesterday. Because I saw on a McAfee's Twitter that made a 50-yarder. He's 50 years old, or something like that. In the NFL, yeah. I mean, I'll
2: go. I don't I'll go look at the right. Twitter.
1: I'll, I'll find that for you. Do you have any other thoughts on this Cleveland game, guy? It's okay if you don't. I don't expect you to. Want I do. I it. Okay. think
2: Cincinnati. You all right over there? Oh, I was going. I think Cincinnati's another team that's going to be just fine. Yeah. Like they, it's a really good Browns defense, probably. Top five in the league, talent wise, yeah, defensively. Um, obviously, it shouldn't have gone that bad for Cincinnati, but I think once the train came off the tracks, it was just there was no getting it back on at that point.
3: I think also, um, obviously, not having Kareem Hunt, it's just gonna open up more for Nick Chubb, and he's gonna have a huge year, huge year, yeah. So, I I mean, that's pretty much it.
1: Matt Prater, 54 year field goal yesterday, 50.
3: He's 50? It's what McAfee has on Twitter. I don't
1: know
2: if he's I just old. I saw that yesterday and I was like, that is No, because Aaron Rodgers is now the oldest player in the league. Yeah, okay.
1: So that's not oh, right. Okay. I was I
2: thirty nine years old.
1: I saw it. I was just saying what I saw because I was like, What? Eh. I didn't look into it any further. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. It's okay, man. man. Can't
2: believe everything you see on the internet, man.
1: I, I-, I understand that. I don't know yeah, why. Aaron Rodgers is also
2: thirty nine, but he must have him, have him beat and in- Aaron Rodgers turns forty in like a month, yeah. I think, is what
1: it is. Um Yeah. So those are your 1 o'clock games. I don't think one team looked truly good in all three phases in the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, There was a couple teams that – well, San Francisco did. I I take that back. I thought there were three teams that looked good in all three phases yesterday. One of those, Green Bay Packers at Chicago. Does that say it's just Green Bay versus Chicago? Is that what Green Bay is going to be every week? I do not know. 38-20 final, Jordan Love, 245 yards. Total through the air. Justin Fields, 59 yards. Not great. Uh, Packers really dominated that game. Justin Fields had the most rushing yards as well. Oh, 216 through the air. I don't know why that popped up as 50. He had 59 rushing yards, did yeah. Fields? Yeah,
2: he didn't have the worst game.
3: No, touchdown. He pick. also didn't really have a lot of time,
2: though. No, it, it didn't look like He didn't like it. really get a lot of time. He's constantly having to scramble. Yeah, And honestly, a lot more props to Green Bay for being able to keep him. Contained running because you saw all last year once he was having to scramble and get in the open space he was making guys miss and i don't know i think he's i was i'm still on the justin field breakout year train despite what we saw week one no nope. still on it
1: fair enough um aaron jones led the receiving yards for the packers because of that screen <laughs> two receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown uh nine carries on the ground floor and 41 yards uh, Mooney was the number one receiver for Chicago. I don't think many people would have had that. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, because he had that long. Yeah. It was like a four-yard touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No, what bothers me is I don't get Green Bay because Aaron Jones will do this when they give him the chances, and then the next two <laughs> games, Aaron Jones – or uh, A.J. Dillon will get more touches than him. Yeah. And we'll get 60%, 70% of the carries, and it's like Aaron Jones averaged three yards per carry – or Aaron Jones averages five yards. A.J. Dillon averages three yards per carry. But, sure, let's give 70% of the carries to A.J. Dillon. That's what you'll see next game. I, I, it, yeah, I
3: mean, Dillon had 13 so carries much. for 19 yards. Yeah. Which like, isn't very good. That's the other thing. And we'll get into it. We'll
2: get into it. There's another team that does that, and we'll get into that in the later slates. But I don't know. I'll never understand it. I won't.
1: No, I, I, I agree. I don't get it. But uh, the Packers looked dominant yesterday. Again, I don't know. Like, the line was... Chicago favored by one and a half. The over-under
2: was 40. Yeah, I don't know why it was that, but the over-under was 40. Yeah. What a line. Yeah, Um,
1: 38-20 final.
2: Uh, Yeah. Again, I
1: don't know if that speaks to just Green Bay being that good Uh, or it's that Green Bay just always has Chicago's number. The
2: the additions that Chicago made this offseason are all offensive. Like, that is still one of the worst defenses in my mind. Right, yeah. uh, National
1: football. They did have the number one pick in the draft last year. Like, don't forget that. This is a not great Chicago team still. You don't flip it in one off season like that that quickly. It just doesn't happen. Uh, Packers are at the Falcons next week, so we might not see them play a, a true good team until they play. I guess they have the Lions week four. Are you counting that? If not, then probably. The Lions are a legit team this year, yeah. Okay. Uh, so they go Falcons, Saints, Lions, Raiders, Broncos, Vikings. I don't know what to say.
2: Wait, I have a question about the Lions. Yeah. Where do you guys have Jared Goff ranked in your top quarterbacks? Okay, so
1: two years ago, as a freshman sports page. I'd come in and say, Jared Goff is the top half quarterback in the league. He's going to win comeback player of the year. Never won comeback player of the year. Having him in the NFC, he's top four in the NFC as far as yeah, quarterbacks considered. The NFL, In the NFL, I mean, I would say top 13, and he's probably 12 or 13.
2: I think he's 10. I think he's top 10. You think he's 10? I think he's top 10.
1: I, I think he, does, he doesn't turn the ball over uh he does a lot of good things well i just you know i'm still waiting to see right like they played in the super bowl with a fairly talented rams team he's got an nfc title can he elevate the team i do not know i don't think i've seen that yet i think that the lions are just a very put together football team and he's able to make it work kind of like brock Purdy, but to a higher level um just to give you like an example of that right like They've got real talent on that Detroit
2: roster. Well, can he you, elevate if he has to? Did you to? put him know. above their car? Yeah. All right. Tua? No. All right. I respect that. I don't
1: think so. It's Not bad. after yes. If, if two is healthy, two is good. It's just can he stay healthy? Yeah, he is. I'm just saying. Yeah, he is. Sure. Okay. Yeah, he is. Give me another one. I'll tell you. Uh,
2: Dak? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't, that last night, Dak didn't look amazing. Well, no, they're running that Texas Coast offense. Right. Yeah,
1: dude, what
3: the <laughs> f- <laughs> We're going to talk about that. I would take Jared Goff over Dak Prescott. Yeah, I,
1: I, I think it's probably right there. It's a coin flip. I, Yeah. Stafford. At this point in their career, yeah. like right now, today, I have to pick one. I'm taking Goff over Stafford. I think the Rams would say that too, though. Can he pick it? Goff. You have to say Goff, man. I don't want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the next one.
2: Uh, Justin Fields. Yeah, I'd take golf over Fields. i take Fields. Okay. I Well, not for the future, like this season. That's what I'm saying. Where oh, I, for like, this season
3: only? Yeah,
1: yeah this season? No. I like currently. Get, get, you get one game. Give me Big Ken.
2: One game? You're taking <laughs> Kenny Pickett in one game over Jared Goff in one game?
1: Right now, sure. Why not? That's the homework. You can't ask I'd me to pick take over fields. my quarterback.
2: I'd t- I, I take Fields. Get, get, I would take I, Fields. Right?
1: If You're you're asking me top quarterbacks in the league. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett's top down. Do not give me my favorite team, okay? Because there's something else there. If you give me unbiased opinion looks, give me them right now. Give me the dog. Well, you should opinion. be able to separate your no, opinions. I'm just... not doing that. You just look at when I said he was when Tua was better. I mean, he's all happy he got. <laughs> right. But Don't I actually that thought
2: that that was a legitimate
1: okay. question there. I think if wait, you wait, give... all right,
2: wait. Here's another good one. Actually, but I think I know the answer to this one. After yesterday, Mac Jones.
1: Oh, that wouldn't, I wouldn't even have had to see yesterday. I think over any other You're quarterback – Mac Jones? No. Oh, okay. No, over like right now. If you're telling me who's the best quarterback in the NFC North, it's Jared Goff. It's not. No,
2: I like Kirk Cousins. No, Kirk Cousins is one of the most overhated quarterbacks.
1: I mean, I'm Kirk not saying he's overhated. I'm saying Kirk Cousins can't elevate and win you playoff games. Yeah,
3: I would take Goff over over Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah. Sorry, but I mean, hell, even out in the NFC North for 344. Like, yes. I'm telling you, he's one of the it best a red zone interception, in yeah. the NFC, as it sits. Who are you taking the NFC over? Hurts.
2: In the NFC, you're
1: saying? Yeah, in the NFC, it's Hurts, then.
2: I need to pull up the list of all the NFC teams. Well, think about it. You got Dallas, hey, Washington. Second,
1: man. Uh Hurts, Geno's up there, right? As far as the NFC is considered, Geno's up there. Stafford's up there. I guess Purdy's up there.
2: Let's well, let's do it right now. Yeah, go through. Go it. ahead. No, no. Let's. Oh, Mahomes, this
1: is off the top of my head. Mahomes is
2: one. No, I'm saying I NFC. Know, I, I want to see if we have your him in the Your path 10. to the
1: Super Bowl right. runs through your d- conference. Right. Jared Goff can win you an NFC title this year.
2: I have no doubt in I saying don't, that. I don't think that's wrong either. But back to the top ten. We have Mahomes. Oh, oh no, I see he's changing it because he <laughs> knows that I'm right. No, I just – did I not just say that he's right?
1: All right. I'm no, all we'll go team all by all team. Let us let me do it. Let me do it. Bills, so you want Goff or Allen?
2: Obviously, Josh
1: Allen.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: We already did the tour. We already did Mac Jones. You want Goff or Rodgers? On the Jets right now. Rodgers. Okay. Cowboys, you want Goff or Dak? Goff. I
3: Goff, think Goff.
1: Yeah. Giants? Goff. We'll talk about the Giants. Hurts <laughs> or Goff? Hurts. Matt Corral, what is his name in, in Washington? Whoever's in Sam Washington. Howell? Sam Howell? Sam
3: Howell. Howell or Goff? I mean Goff. Okay. okay.
1: You can skip those, man. Lamar or Goff? Lamar. Lamar. Burrow or I Goff? about him.
2: Burrow. Burrow already have that on Watson or Goff? Goff? Goff. Oh, I take Watson, too. No, we have yet to see it okay. in the last season in a game. All right, fine. I would I'm, I, I'm I skipping
1: Kenny Pickett. You guys both want Goff. That's fine. Fields or Goff, we did that. I, you want Love or Goff right now? Goff. Goff. I haven't seen enough and of And then the you love. said you wanted Cousins Mounts. Okay. You want Stroud or Goff down there in Houston? Goff. Goff. Richardson or Goff in Indianapolis? Goff.
3: I like Richardson, but obviously golf for though,
1: no, yeah. I'm taking Lawrence and Jacksonville yeah. over yeah, him. Yeah, obviously. Tana Hiller, or golf in Tennessee. I think golf would really open up Tennessee. Golf. Yeah. Golf would be a great Tennessee guy. Uh Desmond Ritter. Yeah.
3: Next one.
1: Bryce Young. Golf. Yeah. Derek Carr. Golf. Uh, oh. I'm taking golf too. Oh, I don't know, dude. I'm taking I know you like Derek Carr a lot. I do too. I'll say I'll
3: say golf. I'll say he's I, showing me more than Derek Carr
1: has. I, I want golf there. Obviously,
2: I'm taking Goff over Baker. I'm taking golf
3: over. Oh, uh, yeah, golf over Baker, yeah. Russell
2: Wilson. <sighs> I'm taking Wilson still.
3: I'm going to say Goff.
1: I think that's a coin flip. I don't care. Uh, I think Wilson's definitely more mobile. Wilson was not bad yesterday. We're going to talk about him, too. Uh, out there in Vegas, you want Garoppolo or Goff? Goff. Yeah, me, too. Herbert or Goff? Probably Herbert. I'm Herbert, yeah. Herbert, yeah. Uh, Josh Dobbs or Jared Goff in Arizona. Golf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stafford or golf? I'm taking golf. Golf. Purdy or golf? I'm taking Goff. golf. Gino or golf? I'm
2: taking golf still. Give yeah, me two. Yeah. Gino's probably right there next to him. So, so that gives us one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten that we have in front of him with Wilson and Watson being question marks that we have.
1: I, yeah. I said top 13. Fair. He's 12 or 13 probably. So I have him 10. That's fine. But in I the NFC, done. he is
2: top three, which is what you have to think yeah, about. I, I'm a, yeah, I I was more talking in terms of the <laughs> NFL but scale. I, I, so my
1: problem with that, though, is that the AFC is so dominant as far as quarterback talent goes, to have a quarterback in the NFC that's going to be able to do that for you, he does not have to be top ten in the league. He does. Like, Geno yeah, Smith is no, going to probably go win the NFC West this year. And he's not a top-ten quarterback in the league, but they paid him the money because he's going to get it done for them in Seattle.
2: I mean, yeah. Do you I, have to take I, that. In... Not, that's not what I was talking okay. I was just talking on, like, the NFL level of quarterbacks.
1: But I, what I'm saying, I don't think that matters. No,
2: yeah, I mean, it was just an opinion thing, though. It was just to get a scale of where I saw you guys having him ranked in terms of, like, the top quarterbacks. I get where you don't understand what I'm saying. Though? No, I, under, I understand completely what you're saying. Okay. Because I think that the Lions,
1: they can win their their division and potentially
2: right. even have a bye. I just thought that that was all, like, a given, which is why I was wondering the other side of it of where would you rank him with all the quarterbacks because we know where he's at in the NFC. Yeah,
1: I mean, but, you know, if they say the Lions this year make it to the Super Bowl, their path to Super Bowl probably a lot easier than it was for whoever's coming out of the AFC because yeah. I mean, you can make the argument for... Any team in the AFC that makes the playoffs has a legitimate chance at making the Super Bowl. I believe that because yeah. there's going to be a quarterback on each of those teams. Yeah, an actual hey, dude,
2: if, like Jalen Hurts continues to look the way they he did yesterday. The yeah, right. It's all one right. game. Well,
1: that was the game I had. Well, no, I wanted to do Raiders yeah. uh, Broncos first. Seventeen sixteen Raiders take down the Broncos. Uh, we were all laughing yesterday when i say we were all i mean me and brian on the couch when garoppolo went to the tent with 11 minutes left in the first quarter and he was already going to the injury tent his first start in vegas way to laugh at somebody's injuries man well no it was more of just like garoppolo's already hurt (laughs) again like poor guy
3: poor guy man
1: 20 of 26 for him two touchdowns and a pick with 200 yards josh jacobs didn't look great uh i thought they didn't use him 19 carries is a lot of use for only 48 yeah, then, yards. Like,
2: how many targets did he have? I don't have that part of it pulled up. I can give you that if you want it that best. I thought that they never threw him. The, like, I thought they threw him. The, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought... like Obviously, he led the league in rushing last he year. He had
1: two catches for 23 yards. Yeah, I
2: thought they threw to him more last year. I could be wrong, though. But
1: With three targets. Jacoby Myers got the most targets. Uh,
2: is he okay? I have yet to see anything on him. I don't know. He did he was not okay on the field. No. On that. Uh
1: Adams had 6 catches for 66 yards with uh 9 targets his way. Russell Wilson looked pretty good. I thought QBR is 75 is not great. He had a worse QBR than Garoppolo, but he was 27 to 34 with <laughs> 177 yards and two touchdowns. It was better than what he was last year. And I was surprised the Raiders won. I don't know how that happened, but uh, there you go. Yeah, I thought Sean Payton was changing the culture there, man. Uh, I, I think Sean Payton is still installing a playbook is what's happening because there was a lot of concepts that you could see but not much execution done. Um, and I think it's more of he's trying to change it from the yeah, inside no, out first I, I rather than just, just make it, oh, this is what we're doing. It's what I say or the highway I kind just, of
2: I just hate, hate. That he c- came in and has completely bashed the people that were there before him, almost setting up a "Hey, look at this giant hurdle that I have to get over." Nobody cares. Nobody. No, cares. I agree with that. Like, but they were bad. You just keep talking. Like you just keep talking about an excuse, a big reason on why. Oh, you know, this isn't. This is so tough, and everything. And we have to change all of this and change all. Then go change it. There was a bad head coach in front of you. He was there for one year. Go change it. It's yeah. Like-
1: no, I get what you're saying. Uh, so, yeah, Denver's 0 and 1. Vegas is 1 and 0. Um, Samajay P. Ryan led the Denver receding on a bunch of checkdowns. Four targets, four catches. Something. I don't know. Uh, Eagles, 25. Pats, 20. Yikes. Brian, you okay?
3: Yeah, I mean, look, you take one, right? Can, yeah, yeah, but also, I mean, my, my one thing about Hurts is he was he was sliding every single time except the one time he actually should have, and then he fumbled it. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously not the performance you're hoping for. I mean, the, the defense looked good for the first half. Um, I mean, Mac Jones did make some impressive throws as well. Again, I'm not too worried, to be honest with you. Uh, our schedule does pick up a little bit in this middle of the season, so we're going to have to fix it eventually. But, I mean, you yeah, all got a tough one. Yeah, but I mean, I, we'll be fine. I mean, the NFC, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. To be honest with you, after seeing how the Giants look, like Eagles. What happened to Swift? they just didn't use? It. I mean, Gainwell look. was running well. Gainwell got the first five touches yeah. of the game. I, That's cool. what I'm saying. Swift had that one drop, and then he like didn't. See he had it.
2: one carry for three yards. But you go out. I was gonna. You go out and you trade for this guy, and you yeah, give no, the, him the play ball. Call, the play call was awful.
3: I didn't like the play call.
2: It, all. Like play at it all. was. Yeah, I mean, well, some of the ball they were twice. running so it on like third and ten. Like, why are they running it? Some of it had to
3: do with the weather,
1: I think. The, there was a ton of rain.
3: Yeah, but yeah, but you also, I mean, you got to win ugly games, and that's no,
1: what the I
2: Eagles agree. did. Yeah, they did. So, no, I, I think good old Sean Tansky had a meme or something, that some Eagles fan that he retweeted or reposted on Instagram said it perfectly, like. Oh, did the Eagles win today? Yes. Did the Eagles cover today? Yes. So it was a good game. And then they said like, "No, that was the worst game I've ever." Oh, it was. Yeah, no, they like, didn't look
3: good at all. But, but they covered. Like
2: it was a game won. that they yeah. covered. And you need to win. They made some just stuff pack, they can house <laughs> yeah. With Tom Brady, you, you know, you'll,
1: did you, you see that him. at the beginning? What I they could? do? Dude, too. He was
2: a living it, man. Yeah. Oh, with him all the way up top.
1: Do you know what that is? So that's brand new this year. Do you know what that is called?
2: It's like, a, it's like a, I'm assuming it's like a light. No, it is.
1: Do you want to know what his role is? The keeper of the lighthouse. Good for him, And he man. rings the bell.
2: So it's going to be somebody every week. You
1: know, like in Kansas City, they do yeah. the chop. And yeah. They have the drum in Carolina. Steph Curry's always down there beating the drum in Carolina. Keeper of the lighthouse, baby. I mean, I get the idea. Yeah, because uh, there's a lot of lighthouses in England. Right, but, I mean, okay. It was way up in the air, though, dude. It was so it was far up in there. <laughs>
2: you couldn't. That was their first look at him, wasn't it? Yeah. And you couldn't even see him.
1: Yeah, and then like, was that a game worn jersey he put on and <laughs> oh, ran out in, yeah. in halftime?
2: It looked like it. It looked like it was one of his old game worn jerseys. I mean, it looked tiny too, which was really funny. To well, think. that's how they are, and it had like the sleeves. Yeah, of, it was like, the old school
1: the sleeves. sleeves, which yeah. maybe uh, that's the old jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Eagle or the Patriots, they're a going to nowhere team. I I don't know what the plan is there.
2: Hey, Mac Jones didn't look terrible, though. No,
1: he didn't. They threw it 54 times in the rain. Ramondre Stevenson probably should have got some more carries. They did not use Zeke Elliott the way I thought they were going to use Zeke Elliott. Well, they
2: just got him. Well, no, I I
1: thought that Zeke Elliott would be like a red zone touch guy or a third and one touch guy. Not a first and ten, let's give it to Zeke kind of guy. Uh, Trying to make him what he once was because I don't think he is that anymore. Uh, I thought Ty Montgomery was going to look good. He had, like, two plays where you're like, why are they not giving him the ball a little bit more on the Patriots side of things? But whatever. Uh, So 25-20, Eagles win. They play Thursday night uh, in Minneapolis against Minnesota. Uh, The Dolphins-Chargers game was definitely the game of the day yesterday. And you'll remember when I said earlier, I thought there was two teams that looked really good yesterday in all three phases. These teams look good on the offensive side. They had some question marks on defense for both hey. of them and special teams as well. But the Dolphins get the win, 36-34. Brent Staley terrible. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a terrible bad. game manager. He's a he's, bad game manager as far but,
2: as L.A. is considered. Uh, in terms of the defense, Miami waited all game to blitz until right. that last drive. I, I did not understand Vic Fangio's ideas there. And then they, they start blitzing and – they had him on like third yeah. and twenty. Like it was like third and thirty or something. Yeah, like it was third and thirty. They sack him on four. It yeah, was yeah. like, hey, maybe you went out and got all these pass rushers. Pass rush, pass rush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, yeah. You should, like you want to if you, you can drop more guys because Herbert's tearing you apart. But then you just give Herbert more time to sit back there and tear you apart. Yeah. Like uh, I, hey, I- maybe go get him. I, I agree. Uh, he chose the right time to go do it because it won not the yeah. game. But. Tua had 466 oh, insane, through the year with
1: three touchdowns. Bad pick. Uh, this game yeah. could have been worse as far as the Chargers uh, giving up even more points because that was right there in the end zone. But he throws that pick. They come out. Stop the Chargers. They pick it off or something.
2: No, was, it, I thought. Was,
1: was it just a bad punt? right they backed him all the way up they, it was oh a yeah because
2: yeah because the, the he the, ran it out jc jackson
1: zone. ran out to the four that's what happened yeah. yeah and
2: then they almost got to safety yeah on a sack i think yeah, so, yeah. and then yeah. that
1: play call out of that which is another time that they blitzed which is off of the uh off of the punt that play call that mike mcdaniel had where he brought uh i think it was Ingold across in motion and sent him out on a wheel route to the left and then hill was just open in the end dude, zone for the touchdown, man I've that was him. my favorite play call in a long time because when i was watching i was like oh easy we'll route the Tua." and then this is what makes me so mad about how tight they show the nfl on tv yeah you can see you that. couldn't even see hill at the bottom of the screen and dude it was wide because o- they brought that tight end across in motion and brought the F- safety yeah, with and him and then that on, right corner was just show. wide open and that was like a play call you're probably only going to have in that area of the field anyway and it was just well-executed, and that was a great touchdown for him. Um, I mean, Herbert didn't look terrible.
2: He's on pace for 3,000 yards right now, Tiger Co. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm but, just saying. Thank you. He said that he said that he was going to get 2,000. 2,000. Which would be the new record. And he's currently on pace for 3,400 yards.
1: How is that possible? Oh, okay.
2: If so, he has, it's if he, 17 games. yeah, it's 17 games. 200 yards per game
1: he had 11 receptions for 215 yards an average of 19 and a half uh with two touchdowns on 15 targets Jalen waddle had four catches and five targets for 78 yards which they that's going to change
2: that's going to yeah change. they didn't use him very much but because defenses are going to be reminded on okay we absolutely can't get beat over the top with tire kill and that's what happened that's what started to happen last year yeah and that's when Jalen waddle crossed the middle opened up and then that just gets him the ball in open space, and he was able to make plays. Like Fantasy owners of Jalen Waddle, do not panic.
3: You're looking at one right here, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, I got Hill. One I'm one good.
2: Yeah,
1: right. The one
3: league I took Hill in was the United 2
1: League because I did not want Bijan in all four leagues I was in because I had the fifth pick <laughs> in every league I was in. Yeah. And usually Hill was gone, or I probably would have taken him in more because I yeah. had him last year, and he was great. But I was like, I, I cannot have B- – because if Bijan does not work, I'm going to lose every single league I'm in. So I took Hill at five. And uh, I was happy about that yesterday. I'm not going to lie to you. Left bench Mike Mohe. He had Tua, but did not have uh, Tua's favorite target. And I, he did not. I killed Mohe.
3: Eh. Mike Mohay, Again, I got, I, I, got, I got
1: the Hey, man, nobody cares
2: about your finances. Hey,
3: I, you know. Aw, oh, come you know, on, man. Don't do it like that. I'm, I'm making fun
1: of Mohe. It's, yeah, it's different. Rip Mohe, man.
3: Still, that guy hasn't shown up to say hello to me yet. I haven't. I've only seen him since the times we've done the hooping episode. Uh, Hoopin <laughs> episode. I don't know I'm platforms. very disappointed in this guy. I mean, he knows that. Yeah, yeah, I made No, you were texting them from my phone.
1: Yeah, I texted them. I said, left bench, I'm disappointed in you.
3: And he you said, oh, high <laughs> yeah,
2: Uh Eckler's still a guy? Yeah, no, th- this, is the, this was the other team that I was talking about in terms of, like, the carries thing. Why is Joshua Ke- Kelly yeah, getting I, 16 carries?
3: Was, yeah. <laughs> I, I he had 91 yards. Too, though. He was getting goal line carries, too. Like, he got that one touchdown on my lap.
2: Oh, God. No, you want to <laughs> know what happens? Eckler will catch the ball. I've This has happened the last two, three years, and I usually always have Austin Eckler, which is why I, I see this and pay attention to it. The last two, three years, he will catch the ball two or three times down a drive. He will rush for about 30 yards in a drive. Put all that together. Get his team down the field. It'll be first and goal from the five-yard line. They'll hand it to him. He'll get stopped on the one-yard line. Kind of Here comes a- Joshua Kellyan, and they'll give it to him three straight times to I get know. to the end zone. I don't understand. I don't understand. Three times. I can't stand it. I can't. Why is he? At, why does he have the same amount of carries as Austin Eckler? Why? I, I I don't know. I, I wish I knew. He was good. Five. I mean, yeah, sixteen a run. for ninety-one is not bad. No, it's pretty. Yeah, nice. but then you have sixteen for one seventeen and a touchdown. Yeah. No. Wait, I, Kelly I, had a touchdown too. Yeah, because they give it to him on the goal line three
1: straight times. Eckler had four receptions for forty-seven <laughs> yards. Yeah, he was their second-leading receiver. Too. Yeah. Keenan Allen had six for seventy-six. Mike Williams four for forty-five. Uh, Donald Parham Jr. was the uh, touchdown recipient off the throw from Herbert. They've got some of the like most old school names you could have in the NFL on that Chargers team. Yeah, like Donald Parham, Gerald Everett. Like I don't know Quentin Johnson. That that's not like I am thinking. Like when you know you are playing immaculate grid and you go into the nineteen seventies, yeah. these are the names you come up with, right? Like that's what I think. I Maybe I am wrong.
3: Like yeah,
1: I see, I see. I don't, I don't know. I see you. That's what I always think. Like, Gerald Edwards, like 70, right? No, no, he's like 28. <laughs> Gerald <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Can you play for the Rams, right? I think so. I think so. I think you're right on that. Good job, Brian.
2: Thanks, Brian. I think the Dolphins might just start passing the ball every play, though. I wouldn't mind they that. They should. Like, I think their run plays Most are going to are be fast. Moster's really fast. Yeah,
1: but you could get it to him on a screen yeah, instead. That's true. And, you know, the faster two is going to get the ball out, the less he's going to get hit. I didn't really see him get hit much yesterday. Oh. And I would have thought the Chargers brought the pass rush like crazy. And Brandy his decision making, besides
2: thing. that pick, his decision making—that camera worked, man. I guarantee you, Mike McDaniels was on him all off season about decision making, and like that's why he put that you camera that? on his helmet. Oh, okay. That camera, yeah. You, you yeah. didn't see that he had that camera on his helmet all off season. No, I don't. They put a camera sure. on his face mask, yeah, so that Mike McDaniels can break down film with him exactly with what he's seen.
1: Okay, that's pretty cool.
2: And it looked like it worked. Uh, the Rams take
1: care of business against the Seahawks. Did not have that. Did not. I don't think anybody had that. I thought Stafford was pretty much cooked. I thought the Rams were pretty much cooked. And, again, it's only one game. But 334 through the air for Stafford. No touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Kyron Williams, 15 carries for 52 yards and two touchdowns.
2: I mean, this is the game that I never understood about how, like, obviously you're not going to tell your players to go out and lose. Like, if you're a Los Angeles fan, did you really want to win this game? I think they'll lose enough down the stretch. It's going to be all right. I know, but if it comes down to it. Do they even like, have their first-round pick? Probably not. <laughs> like now you know that you say that, probably not.
1: Uh, but, you know, I think that this is a team that's going to sell at the deadline, right? I think you're going to see Cup potentially be moved. Stafford's probably going to get moved. And I think Aaron Donald's going to get moved. That clip yesterday, by the way, Gino smith That was so He's got he's got oh Donald my Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw up that. on the mic, fantastic. Love
2: that. That was so funny. Uh, Thirty thirteen. Brian has a question.
1: No, he's just waving to me. No, no I do have a question. Oh, okay. No,
2: Learn your it. Brianisms. Yeah, for Gosh. real. <laughs> that was clearly his question wave and not his high wave. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I forget it. it's fine.
2: No, no, now you have to say. No, I made it a big it's, point. It's
3: fine. I, I, it, 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 it it's <laughs> over.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Seattle was just bad. I did not really watch this game. Did you guys at
2: all? Uh, a
3: little bit. A little bit. Um, uh, when
2: Red Zone showed it.
3: I mean, I, I don't know if I'd be too worried if you're the Seahawks. No, I wouldn't be. You know, it's week one. You don't want to I'd be a more. little
2: worried. You just lost 30-13 to 13 to maybe the worst roster in the NFL. No, you can't say that about the Second worst. worst. Second worst roster in the NFL. Oh, I don't think the- it's even that. I don't. Um, they have...
1: Talent in some spots. I understand what you're saying,
2: but take away I mean yeah. take away Matthew Stafford and take away Aaron Donald. Got
1: Cooper. That's the difference in the game yesterday. Coop, though. Well, like, Cooper Cup, sorry. He didn't play. Cupp
2: didn't play. Cooper Cup didn't play. No,
1: Stafford and
2: uh Donald were the you're difference. Guarding the a bunch of nobodies.
1: I, I'm just saying Whoa, whoa, whoa. He, these are NFL caliber yeah, players. On. It doesn't matter. It's any given Sunday. They're the bottom league. caliber NFL players. I would not be worried if I'm Seattle. I agree with Brian. I think you be worried a little bit
2: there'd be a little, I don't think that little Seattle part of my brain that's worrying
1: ran the ball as much as they wanted to only 18 rushes total yesterday only six twenty-six 26 passes for geno um i was hoping to see more of jsn He had three yeah. catches for 13 yeah. yards
2: he's got to find his way in that offense
1: yeah that and you know i think they got yeah. a chance to um the seahawks are at the lions this week I'm just glad to see How's it. that the one o'clock game, by the way? I don't know.
2: I um, just I'm just I'm just glad that JSN was able to play a full game without getting hurt. <laughs> that was very relieving to me.
1: Yeah, I think it It's what you're been saying. a while. It's been a while since. Um yeah. So I don't really care about the game other than that. Uh hopefully Gino gets it right though. All right, we got four minutes on this game, and then we're gonna take a quick look at week three. I thought the Steelers played the worst game yesterday in the league. Then I watched Sunday night football and oh You felt better, Teddy. My God. It wasn't even the Cowboy offense that got it done. Like Dak was thirteen to twenty four for one hundred and forty three. Yeah, it was one of no the No touchdowns, no picks.
2: That was one of the best defensive performances I've thing I've ever seen.
1: It was incredible. Like it it really was. Uh Daniel Jones, fifteen to twenty eight, hundred and four yards, two picks. I was never it, sold it, on Daniel it, Jones. It was so. what, fourteen nothing in the uh, Cowboys offense hadn't been on the field yet, yeah. right? Like, I think that's right. I, I think I have I, that. Look, like, I, mean, I, know it's, yeah. I know it's only – Because they had the blocked field goal and then the pick six. Like, 14 nothing. Cowboy offense has not been on the field.
2: I thought the pick six wasn't on the second drive. Was it? Maybe not. Way, either way. Either um, way. Hypothetical question off of that. If that field goal doesn't get blocked and it goes in and the Giants score first, is this a completely different game? Probably. I I I think
3: the Cowboys probably was still in, but
2: I mean, not 40,
1: not the way they did. Yeah.
3: No, obviously it wouldn't be. No, because it it
2: was. Yeah. Then the the Giants had a three and out. Their next drive punted. Then Dallas got a field goal.
1: Okay.
2: And then the pick six. Okay. So, okay. And then a punt and then an interception, then a missed field goal. Then the end of the half, then a punt, then a turnover on downs, then a fumble, (laughs) then a turnover on downs, then the end of the game. What an offensive game for the Giants! But, Brutal. Like,
3: are people? Sur- I mean, I guess this is a little surprising how it ended 40-0 But like, Daniel Jones was getting was getting hype, hyped up. I get it. He, you know, he won the playoff game against the Vikings. But he's. I, I don't think he's that good. I never really saw Daniel. No, he Jones, looked pretty good. I,
2: I don't. I don't think. I don't. I he mean, looked pretty good last year. I, I keep yawning I, in the microphone. What is that? I keep yawning into the microphone.
3: Uh, I, mean, I, I I agree with Mounts. I think Daniel Jones is a quarterback. I, th- I think if finances. he's the guys for the Giants, as an Eagle fan, I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't think they're. Gonna, I don't think they're doing anything.
1: Fair enough. I mean, but I say that about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. There's a difference between playing these division games, right? You have got to think that. Like, the Cowboys know the Giants through and through. The Giants are supposed to know the Cowboys through and through. Obviously, what? not the case last night. But that's a world class defense down there in
2: Dallas. I think that's how they're going to win football games this year, which is crazy to say. The Giants made Eli Manning a first ballot Hall of Famer. They can they can make
3: I don't I don't think
2: that um, I don't believe that. But that's what he's a, a first ballot Hall different. of Famer? I'm just
3: talking about Daniel Jones.
2: I'm just saying that I'm not saying he's gonna be an Eli Manning, but I'm saying the Giants have been just fine in the past with a quarterback that just gets the job done. And like last year he did not make it, mistakes that he he's, it made is earlier. Mo- he's mobile. Like if, if he proves he me wrong, it proves things. me
1: wrong, but I don't think he's I'm saying I'd watch he's, out.
2: Here's here's my thing with him is that like last season he proved that he can be a quarterback that might not win you a bunch of games, but he's not going to lose you a bunch of games either. Right. I think that's what the Giants have just been looking for because that's where they succeed in the past. Yeah, they, they have a get-right
1: game next week at Arizona, by the way. So we'll see. But Dallas looked good. Them and San Francisco were the two teams of the day yesterday, I thought. Uh, and I don't know how many people would argue that. All right, your Thursday night.
2: Wait, can I pick my Monday night game? So that way I need yeah, to you can to pick your Monday
1: night game. game. Who you got tonight? Bills and Jets in New York, obviously, uh, but at the Jets, not up in actual New York State because they're playing near Brian's hometown in East Rutherford.
3: Yeah, it is by my hometown. Yep. Shout out to the 201.
2: Okay. What are you doing?
3: What, what, who are you taking? T. S.
2: Jets. 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 I love that chant now, that I go to Jets games. Oh, phenomenal. Brian, Man. who'd you pick? Give me the Jets, uh, baby. I, uh, my
3: pick's going to be the Bills. We picked the Bills, both of us, I think, right? Oh, we didn't make our picture. Oh, no, we – oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did. Gotta, did I, I all all took the Jets. Yeah, you took the You got to stick. I'll stick with it. I'll stick we with it. We took the Jets. I thought I picked the Bills, but, you know, right. what are you going to do?
1: Whatever. Um
3: it, Minnesota
1: at Phillies. your Thursday night game. That's at Lincoln Financial Field, Brian. You told me it was in Minneapolis. I said it was in – I literally said it was oh, in I Philly. Oh, I thought you said – I thought you said mini. I don't know why. I said Philly. All right.
3: You can check check the tapes, man.
1: Yeah, that, that game's in Philadelphia. Uh, Green Bay at Atlanta is your first 1 o'clock game. Las Vegas at Buffalo. Baltimore at Cincinnati. There's not very many divisional games, but the AFC North is all locked up in them. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Seattle's at Detroit. L.A. is at Tennessee. Chicago's at Tampa Bay. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Indianapolis at Houston. Those are your 1 o'clock games. San Francisco's at the Rams. I guess that could be a good game now. The Giants are at Arizona. I said that. The Jets are at Dallas. That's your 425 game with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Oh, the sure.
2: Monday night game. That's
1: why I said, oh, God. I'm not happy about that. Hey, honestly. you're playing Monday night, Tanner. I don't like playing on Monday night. Washington's at Denver. Then Miami at New England's the Sunday night game. Flip that with the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game for the love of God. Oh. Miami-New England? Yeah, I'd put why you guys you on Monday f- night. I do not want to play. I hate when the Steelers are on Monday night, although they are so good on Monday why night. Do you football. You, why do you they not- do not
3: lose on Monday night football. So, so what's the
1: problem? I hate waiting till Monday.
3: It sets the tone for the rest of the week, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs>
3: that's the problem. But they don't lose, though,
1: so that's the problem. No, they really – their record on Monday night is incredible. Right. Hey, Cleveland uh, in town? I mean, how is New Orleans at Carolina? Oh, my gosh. It's division At least around. that one's at 7.15, so we'll get a little bit of an earlier
2: start for football on Monday night. And then, yeah, Cleveland at Pittsburgh, 8.15. Uh, I Monday like that night. break, though. gives me a chance to like, get up, out of bed. What fine. break? The break between like the second slate of games. Oh, I guess that's Monday night. I thought it was Monday night. <laughs> yeah, okay. Never mind. That's why I was – okay. Nah, it's okay. Whatever. Right. Hey, hey,
1: okay. <laughs> I, I do not <laughs> like that. That's in Pittsburgh. Great. Fantastic.
3: <laughs> I can't oh tell if you're being serious or
1: not. They, they didn't play that yesterday. That's they how didn't play it was. It. No, but they did open up the game with the old uh, Steelers polka song. Yeah. Really? Like every team had one of those polka songs. Yeah. Saying, polka, polka. Yeah. Not good for that,
2: man. How'd that work out for him?
1: Not great. <laughs> but uh, Really if, set the tone. Like, have you ever, like the Bengals one, they played after touchdowns still. It's, I cannot stand it, but yeah, that's okay. Who they? Yeah, but they, it's like I'm not singing it. The touchdown Bengals celebration. Please, no, please sing it. No, I that. mean the best. Please. The best I one in
3: football you. is Fly Eagles Fly. Okay, I'm just saying it is. Like when when you win an entire stadium, singing Fly Eagles Fly. Come on. What's the next word? On the road to victory. Score, Eagles, score in the end zone. One, two,
2: three.
3: <laughs> hit them low, hit them high. I don't think that's isn't it, It's fly,
2: Eagles, fly the second time and score a touchdown. I'm not one, singing two, the whole three. song, man. I, I, I don't got the time for that. Mess up his own song, man.
3: Mess, uh, hey, do you, they only have his song, man. He's not even a fan of his team. <laughs>
2: Faking like a champ. Faking uh, <laughs> like a champ. I didn't even know that you were an Eagles fan last year until they were. Well, the I'm not as year. like. Look, I, I didn't. You were more vocal about it once they were the number one. Oh same. no, he's just vocal I've about always... it, just not on air. I've
3: always been an Eagles fan. He, he, he has been.
1: been. Local I, local. I vouch for that. That's true.
3: I don't got to be vocal to show. I'm him.
1: telling him though. He's got to buy a jersey. He doesn't have. It me. doesn't
3: fit me anymore, bro.
1: He's got. Yeah, his Deshaun Jackson jersey from second grade doesn't fit him. Shocking. <laughs> okay, it was third grade. Okay. <laughs> Max, do you have a Dolphins
2: jersey? No, I have a Dolphins sweatshirt and a shirt. Okay. I don't buy jerseys anymore. They're too expensive. Not on the, the old, uh, D.H. gate. I also don't wear jerseys anymore. Why not? Because I'm not 10.
1: <laughs> I don't like that argument. I get it, but I don't like it. Like, I, I don't agree with it. I you agree can so- wear them
2: for games. Like, that's great. Big games. Wear your gear all you want. But I'm not going to spend 70, 60 bucks on a jersey that I'll wear once a week. Okay. So, like, for 16 weeks out of the year. All right, I guess that's fair.
1: You got a West Virginia one.
2: I know, but that was like forty bucks.
1: Okay. All right.
2: All
1: right. All cool. right. Fine. Fine. That's what it is. All right. Lots all to right. do this week on U ninety two. We're about out of time here on Beat the Clock Wednesday morning. Mounts in the morning with uh, just mounts this week, I guess. Bri's got to go home. I'm
2: so. all for it, man. Yep. What? So I'm all for it. All right. I'll. I, I'll still we'll still pick Brian's brain. He's going to be right. cow herding it up uh,
1: on Monday morning. Sports Night six to ten here on Wednesday night, uh, and then beat the clock. We'll be back on Friday. We'll give you our picks for the college and pro games all weekend. Saturday, I literally if you get the U ninety two weekly moose update things in your email, uh, I just said football Saturday starts around two, all the way through the end of the backyard. <laughs> gonna be a fun day on saturday here for united we hope you join us all day long for it uh lots of lots of things going on we'll see what soccer can do down in central Florida. both of them excited to see it
2: gotta score some goals man gotta score some goals
1: the men the men do uh i was you know it's almost like they flipped last year it was yeah. the men who couldn't score and this year now it's the women um it's unfortunate but They've got a real chance. Uh, having the two draws this weekend was definitely a positive. They did not take any losses. So that's what they needed to do, and they did it. Uh, by the way, my guy, Max Green, West Virginia golf, hole-in-one yesterday. Hey. How about that?
2: Yeah, they should have hyped that up a little bit more, although it was a picture of him holding up a one. Well,
1: What, are you videotaping it? like? It's not no, but you could have put, time.
2: like, ace or something. Uh, no, or, I liked
1: it. That's how, that's how you should do it. You know, hey, listen, when you're, when you're a golfer with that level of talent, you know, you're expected to do that. Come on. Give it to him. Hey, that's a heck of an accomplishment. Though. No, it is. And and, and it should have been he, hyped he, up more. They're going into. <laughs>